Riders, Rangers, and Rebels! Shukwin Shinobi is a legendary underground toy reviewer. is awesome rider. And Jedimon is... Jedimon. Hello, welcome to Riders, Rangers, and Rebels, episode 49. Does he look like a Tubbin guy to you? He does. I do not know my friend. This is a Brooklyn accent, okay? <laughs> you judge him. <laughs> uh, Work one is from Brooklyn. <laughs> this is the bullshit of all bullshits. Scumbag. Ask it That's going to be his catchphrase, actually. He's going to say it on the box. Okay. Okay, well. That's what the belt jingle is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kuma, uh, Kame, Wani. Ask his <laughs> Ask his kiss. Ask his kiss. Kiss. Oh, kiss. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> should be sorry. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're right. More than you already are. Wallows and Right. Okay. So, one uh, yeah, one-ups. Okay. I'll go one first piece? since I said so. No, that's what you're going to have to wear. Anyway. Okay, so... I actually got stuff in the mail, and I'm going to talk over him. I got Mandrake stuff. I got, um, let's see what I get. I got my Gosei Great and my Landic Brothers. So my Gosei stuff's complete except for Gosei Ultimate. And the headers are fun to mess with. Uh, he said dick. And I got a Hibiki Kuranai, and he's all pretty. And he holds a little disc emblem on his hand, and he's like, yo. And I got some two exclusive Magi Rangers, which the uh, List Monkey still hasn't put up on the site. List monkey. <laughs> now, you he's, now he's editor list monkey. <laughs> That's what it should be his title, editor list monkey. <laughs> uh, epic. And uh, Magilamp is also in that. I haven't opened it yet though. Um, let's see. Did I get anything else in the mail? What else was in that? Oh yeah, no, that was a different vlog. Um, I got my friend season two came and they left it on the door and didn't tell me about it. So I think it was out there for like a day. And I got Portal 2 today, and it's just like Portal 1, except dirty. <laughs> dirty? Like, the puzzles actually are a little more intricate, because I've added some like cool elements, like bridges and lasers, but like it's just like a Aperture Science Center, but all like post-apocalypse or whatever. Okay. Not apocalypse, but like it's just really dirty. But like there's not like a... Other than the, uh, like the new elements, it's not like a huge change from the first one. I'm hoping something better happens later. Um... But other than that, I think that's about it. I, I found a bunch of deluxe items at GameStop. Oh, did you? She looked them up on the computer, and then I had this giant deluxe picture, and they were so legit, I, I passed out. They had to call an ambulance. And I found some deluxe pants also. And that's it. That's it. Okay. So, um, let's see. Uh, that didn't happen until Monday. So... Friday, I got my cool shirts from Spreadshirt or ShirtStore.spreadshirt.com. Oh, yeah. I ordered shirts too. I almost forgot. Sorry. Our cool epic shirt store. So okay. everyone should go buy shirts. And for you international peeps, we have ShirtStore too. The streets. <laughs> <laughs> so now even you people in the netherworld of Asia can buy shirts too. Thumbs up. Except apparently Malaysia's not on a list and Gideon's pissed. I love what the fuck, <laughs> Kevin? We are recording. What? This what? is unprofessional. Stop tickling your pussy. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> so disturbed right now. 
and then Saturday we left for uh, the Pokemon TCG Regionals. I completely failed. My friend did better. My friend Jeff did better than me because he didn't have to play two matches and automatically won. The fucking opponents didn't show. Oh my up. god, he's translating you. Do you hear it? Yeah, I hear it. I'm ignoring it. And Tom loves you. <laughs> then uh, shout out to my friend Ron for actually making top cut. So good for him. I can't Doesn't do- sound like a piece of meat. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Apparently. Though I think there was like three or four of my group that made uh, top 32, so... We have to get you into shape, Brian. I know, I... Shape, um, Vulcan's Who makes top cut? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought... I I was thinking about next year, I'll probably just start judging. I can get, like, a box of cards at the end of every tournament instead of, like, a losing record and a broken soul. (laughs) You still have a soul? Uh, No, I got rid of that. (laughs) Okay, good. So anyway, uh... Props to everyone that made top 32 and stuff, even though I don't think any of them are listening to this, but um, props to them anyway. So then Sunday we were in Chicago picking up my friend. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Remember that time we said we were going to murder you? That was fun. Nothing beats like a giant bowl of like $5 noodles and beef from like a Chinese cafe at 2 o'clock in the morning. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So, um, that was really fun. I, Chicago's cool. Already. Like, I don't particularly like big cities, so it was kind of uncomfortable. But like, oh I, god, there's all these people around. Basically, I don't like people too much. So it's I don't either. Why am I on you people? But knowing that, like, you can pop into, like, a little cafe and eat giant bowl of noodles at 2 o'clock in the morning is really cool. So, uh, that happened, and then Monday, all my shit came. I got Terra Candroid, uh, Candy Toy, Metal Set 3, uh, from Hijl, and then, (laughs) even though it would be Hilge, it wouldn't be Hijl. You know what? (laughs) Just saying. Just saying, bro, it's a rectangle. (laughs) I was playing Portal, I wasn't even looking at the damn picture. And then from Oki, I got um, the Televi magazine issue with the Ocaranger key. Um, my metal holder, finally. He got it back from that little kid. Punched, punched him over him. the head. <laughs> punched him over the head and took it. He's like, sorry, a kid, and then he just ran off. And um, I thought, I, oh, oh, my Deca Wing Robo. He's sitting right here at my desk. Deca Wing Robo. He's so cool. I miss mecha that are this scale. Like, He's smaller, You're so welcome. they take up less space, and they have lights and sounds. I miss, I miss these tiny, tiny. <sighs> Sorry, but anyway, thank you, Kevin, for making me spend money. That's what I do. It's why I'm a good friend to you. Sure. So anyway, that's that's all for me. So go ahead. That's about all. Okay, so I got my um, holds package with my holds. HLJ holds. With uh, Terra Kandroid and Metal Set 3. Uh, the candy toy. Metal Set 3, I should say. People might get confused. Uh, <laughs> then I, I must thank the Shukwen Shabobis for purchasing it for me with my account. Yep. He <laughs> growled at him. <laughs> and uh, 
What else? I got I got the chick at my work to watch Chuck. I feel accomplished. And a certain other person has volunteered to watch Chuck. I didn't have to make her. I was so happy. And uh stinky cheese. <laughs> just stinky cheese? Yes. It's even better. Cause like Nothing's... she was the cheese, but she keeps like rotting. She's rotten. She's rotten to the core. So Blimey, I thought I smelled cabbage. Or what, is she, what is she lying about now? Everything. I'm not necessarily saying she's rotting, but like she's there and then she isn't. And uh, I don't know what's going on with her. She's she does her whatever. And she was a hoe. Faux <laughs> show. <laughs> and uh, then on Sunday, I finally got my birthday present from December because we went to the Apple Store finally because we got tired of waiting for Best Buy and. I got you, my you're the Angry Birds in the background. I, I know. <laughs> got my so, well, actually, I don't know whether you can because my love later might get rid of it. But uh, I, have been, I have, in fact, been playing Angry this Birds. Keeps going. Um, this thing is like the most amazing device ever invented. Did you uh, buy Angry just Birds? Yet, or are you still playing the free version? Uh, actually, I'm playing the seasons version. I beat the free version. Um. I'm playing the seasons. I, I beat the parts that's available for the Angry Birds Rio edition. Okay. Uh, for Rio. Indeed, it is for Rio. So, uh, I got I got several cool apps. I'm, trying, I'm working on getting more apps that are cool and that I can use for interesting, fun things. But, uh, it's it's enjoyable. I'm so glad I have this, and... Uh, once I get everything set up, I'm gonna use it uh, to record my reviews in cool HD SpectreVision. So that'll be fun. Uh, did I get anything else? I ordered shirts from the shirt store. Those have shipped. I just paid Oki a bajillion dollars for stuff. One billion bajillion dollars. Uh, that's what it feels like I paid him anyway. <laughs> um, Gal Lion's on his way. Hopefully he'll get here soon. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you never know what you never know with me what else may be coming along the way. Can't and stop happen. himself. I can't. It's an addiction. Oh, you mean Angry Birds? Yes. <laughs> well, I, you like, well, I got that in here. Uh, I'm probably going to go, I don't know, maybe tomorrow or something, see if I can find those black and white Pokemon figures. They out? Yeah. Yeah, Brian texted me today saying they were out. I just didn't have time to go because... found them, Brian? Yeah, I seen him at Toys R Us. They had, like, pegs full of them. Oh, I know where I'm going next time I go. I have no money, so I couldn't buy any of them. You were like, no! I was! Did they have the plushies? Yeah. They had plushies, they had... The three packs they had the like the five pack tubes. Um, they had. What's, the, what's what's in the three packs? Is it just the same thing in the set? Or is there new things in it? No, or? it's all the same thing in the set, I believe. Okay. I'm probably just gonna get the the tubes, cause they have everything in the set. I think it's the cheapest way of getting them all. Yeah, I'll see. I'll sit there with my. I could bring my iPad and do cool calculations. Look like a like a total nerd. Do that and let me know what the cheapest way of getting the set is. Uh, 
Uh, you know, because I want to look like a nerd, like being 23 buying Pokemon figures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do it via iPad and <laughs> just complete damage. Yeah, they had the the single packs, the triple packs, the the five packs. The plushies. did they increase the? Because the tubes had four packs. The last tubes I bought. Maybe it was four. I thought it was five. Maybe it was four. I don't remember exactly. I can't count good. I'm sorry. Maybe it was four. I don't know. I'm excited now. Then they I'm had, very they excited. They had single packs with like these action bases and stuff. Oh yeah, those. And then they had, um, like the deluxe. I don't know. What they, I don't know what deluxe? It, Wait I don't a know second. It says deluxe on the box. Legit? But like the electronic figures. And then they had these plushies that were reversible in the pokeballs. A plushie. Oh, oh, those things, yeah. I want my Sandow plushie, and I want it now. I picked it up, but I was like, oh, it's so fluffy, and then I put it down. Yeah, I very much want a Sandow. Um, I want Sandow, and I want the starters. I can't wait. Um, but in any case, I think that's it for my onesies. Um, so, I'm pretty sure it's not a child. I'm pretty sure it's just... Just a fluid buildup. Like, that's in her knee. She slept on the the dog piss. Thought her knee was pregnant with an alien. She just fucked up. Knee was pregnant. Just name it Zim, and it'll be funny. Grr. What? My no, like Grr, like you know, his robot. Oh, I never Zim? saw that. I've never seen Invader Zim. Oh my god. That's it. I'm booting you. I'm a grown up. <laughs> just talking Adventure about Zim came out years ago. You weren't a yeah, grown up then. You don't know how old I am. You just said you were twenty three. <laughs> Wait a minute! I had a birthday. I'm twenty four. <laughs> I forgot how old I am. That's I yelled at her yesterday for not remembering how old I am, and I forgot now. You take that shit back. <laughs> First, you don't watch iCarly, then Invader Zim. This is intolerable. I don't like Nickelodeon all that much. I'm sorry. Are we done with the ones ups? Yeah, I'm waiting for Dawson to start his news. Oh, okay, sorry. I was just enjoying the funniness. Okay, so to start off the news, guess what we have? O's Rumors. We're going to have O's Rumors every week until the writer from two years from now is over. Just because. We haven't had O's Rumors in a while. What are you talking about? Last week? We had those rumors last week. Okay. Yes, we did have those rumors last week. Shut up. Okay. Because it was that stuff about Bazool and Gamble coming back. Okay, so. Here's the rumors. Okay, while Oz is fighting his Tajador combo, Black Frog appears and wraps around the purple core medals. It might be Captain Ginyu. I don't know. Wait, he was green. Five of them fly towards Edgy and enter his body. Through his anus. <laughs> when Edgy reverts back to form, he collapses. Oh, so that's a big spoiler. That's never happened before. <laughs> Maki takes the remaining core medals, and the Patera the the Yummy is created. It's slightly different from the one in the movie Core War. And Date's illness starts to worsen. Uh, actually, I think he just has a cold. They're just really sensitive about that over there in Japan. But so this Don't make fun of them. They just had a horrible tragedy, and you're making fun of the Japanese. What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Racist. They still are sensitive about their illnesses, though. Okay, so this might mean that Goto will take over. And then uh, we have some rumors about Edgy's past. Um, while he was traveling, he got involved in a civil war. 
And he did meet Date during the war, and he started becoming more and more unselfish after witnessing what happened in the war. So this might explain why he's all, like, lives a simple life and shit now. Okay, I'm done with my portion of those rumors. He wants to be like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie in The Simple Life? Sure. For the second Uh, portion, um, Toei recently announced that anyone was... What? I don't know. Anyway, the public... anyone is O's. In uh, Kyoto, the public could come watch filming of uh, O's. Kyoto Maki? Yes. Kyoto, not Kyoto. There's a difference. Um... This post says the filming is not real, whether it's for the TV series or the summer movie, but it was confirmed that it was for the summer movie. Um, director seems to be... Oh, God. Uh, Jesus Juice? Takayuki Shibasaki, who did... Uh, Excuse the show, me? <laughs> the Shodano Trilogy episode Yellow. Speak to me that way. <laughs> so rude. God, Brian. Uh. With summer movies, Yummy had a red butt and has tiger <laughs> legs and a snake tail. It's very Japanese styled as in traditional old Japan. Well, it wouldn't have a red butt if it didn't put things in it all the time. <laughs> the best way to describe it is sort of <sighs> like a chimera. Our location looks somewhere like the uh, Edo era, but for some reason there is a broken Chimera the fly car. mythical beast? Oh my god! I will kill you! <laughs> I'm killing pigs on angry birds. Good enough. Edgy, Ankina, and a bunch of other modern-looking people were standing around the car. Opposite to their location were some people that looked like they were from the Edo area. E- era, not area. Wow. Area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Edo area. Uh, two groups of people seemed afraid of the yummy. Uh, Edgy was holding Date's milk can thing, <laughs> while the yummy seemed to be wearing a white mawashi or a cloth worn by sumo wrestlers. So he's that red it's butt. a diaper. <laughs> Seji Takaiwa was wearing the uh, birth suit while a toku can't be seen anywhere on the set. Those are suit actors, by the way, for you dumb people. Jackie uh, Chan? <laughs> Edgy was attacked by the Yomi. Ankh said, if we only had medals, could they have lost all their collected medals even for Tatoba combo? Uh, Ankh didn't have his greed arm. Hina threw a milk can, which exploded. <laughs> well, that's a rumor. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler alert. None Hina of these, none of these are really rumors. These are just yeah. all... Well, it's just funny. Like spoilers, Spoiler like... alert. The milk can explodes. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, and for our third What's batch... What's up, Bear Grylls? So... This is a couple more things from the movie filming. It says, Oats was in Tatuba combo. He says, let me borrow those. And he held some never-before-seen core medals. And he didn't look like he was talking to Ankh, so I don't know who's giving him medals now. But most likely, this is Cobra, Turtle, and Alligator medals for the Borokawani combo, which we'll talk about momentarily. Um, and it says that the, uh, the Edo people seem to be arguing. Uh, some Crusaders were staying there, and there was a white car. Uh, maybe it was a red book. I don't know. They might have painted Dr. Maki's car back to its original color so Billy could drive it again. And says the Crusaders' color were like kind of like Dragon Balls. Seven to eight Crusaders had a sword fight with O's, and Hina and Edgy got involved in an uproar. And the Nui? Nui? Nui. The Chimera. Okay, the Chimera, the Fly Mythical Beast, Yummy, jumped down from a roof. 
Uh, they apparently they had to film the Burkawani transformation several times, and when they finally got it right, people just started clapping because they're assholes. Uh, Oz uses the ride vendor. Uh, the Edo and modern-looking people were staying together. The clown girl shows up. Oh God! And Edgy steps forward from the crowd. The clown girl is talking to Hina Chan after talking. Uh, she seems really shocked. In addition, here's a summary for episode 31. Reiko is now living with her mother now that her father's died. Who's Reiko? Is that the rich chick? Um, is it? I don't know. I just see Reiko. I don't know who Reiko is. Uh, it says, lately she's been receiving money and envelopes. She really wants to thank this mysterious person and asks Edgy for help. He finds the mysterious man, Sakata, and it seems like he's the host of a yummy... Maki's betrayed Kogami and stole 10 purple cores from the Kogami Foundation. And then here's, here's some real big rumors that uh, you're going to take with, like, not just a grain of salt, but probably, like, a whole salt lick. <laughs> um, some guy on uh, 2 Channel said that the O Metal Set SP, which we'll be talking about also in a minute, uh, is going to have the, the Cobra, Turtle, and, and Alligator Core Metals, but it's also going to have the O's Ranger Key. So that's that's big, and it says here that the five Gokaijers, along with Gokai Silver, will turn into O's combos, and then O's himself is going to show up in Borokawani. I assume in the combo, not in like some representation of it or anything kind of weird, dirty like that. Uh, he's not inside himself. Um, he's just you know, transformed into Borokawani. So that all seems interesting. Um, so, uh, let's discuss. Um, I hear clicking noises. It's not for me. Well, I didn't need your attitude. God. Anyway. I'm just uh, hurt. Like, I, I don't really know what to say too much. I mean, um... A lot of this is just random little facts. The like movie uh, sounds fun, from what, from what little's been said about it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the rumors from the, the first section... Um, are probably going to be true. I mean, we know that Edgy gets uh, attacked by the purple metals and then it collapses. So we know that's true. There's a good chance the other ones are probably going to be true, too, if that's the case. There's a good chance Edgy's going to collapse anyway. I mean, yeah. it's Edgy. Uh, but I don't... I mean, I'm just... Now, it looks like the, 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 like the summer movie's going to be our, um, pre- our uh, required Edo reference. Yeah, every season needs a Reference to that. Earlier. The Gokaijers turning into the bow stuff sounds fun, although kind of out of. Yeah, it sounds completely know, out of left field. Like I hope if they do do that, it's just a like a hyper battle video kind of thing. Yeah. But because if they actually do it in the show or in like one of the movies or something, it just seems so forced and random that it's not even really that enjoyable. Yeah. But if it's, if it's for something wacky like a hyper battle video, so that's fine. Those are meant to be fun. Or like net movies. Yeah, net movies too. Anything really? That's just as long as it's like because those are always like, yeah. Well, those are net movies. I say that because those are always just like, aired off on the Disney wall crazy. between Ninja Storm and uh, RPM, and then it won't be canon. It'll be perfect. I <laughs> uh, I don't like the rumor that's coming back that Date dies because I don't want him to die. Date can't I, die. I think Date needs to cough on Goto, and he should die. Like I would rather Date like, just like not be birth rather than die. <laughs> Like that, like, like it gives like be sick to to Goto or something, and then just he becomes Kotoha's sister. He gets sick and says, "Here, fight in my place. Take the flute, <laughs> and then give it to some white chick that can't act later." 
take this flute. And don't wash it ever. Don't wash the fruit. <laughs> the fruit. <laughs> the fudge. Don't don't give wash her, the fruit. Don't wash the flute. Give her your herpes. Sounds like a slogan for something. <laughs> don't wash the flute. Give her your herpes. Today. Sounds like a slogan for Valtrex. Uh, what a mess. I don't know. Your like, herpes? I'm looking forward to everything. Uh, I I just I really hope Date doesn't die. But, yeah, me too. Uh, other than I that, still like my idea of like the upgraded birth being Date and then old. I mean, Goto gets old birth, and there's two births. They'll <laughs> be God. twins. Come by the twins. You know, That'd twins be... running her family. Oh God. Do you know how scary that is for me? Well, then just leave. <laughs> no. Leave. <laughs> I agree. Just leave. Yay. It's so easy. The thunderstorm's happening? Oh, gee, that's the thing. Oh, my God. Really? Okay, let's go yeah. on. Let's go on. Let's go on. What is next? I don't even... It's the Tubbin guy. It's your story. <laughs> it's the Tubbin guy. Okay. So, uh, this happened on Friday, I think. Saturday, maybe. Whatever. Um, it's Saturday. It's a flyer. I'm not going to say it's a toy catalog scan because I think I think it was just a flyer. But it's like a toy catalog scan. Of, it's not a uh, scan because it's in your hand, Jack Holo. Oh. You know <laughs> what? I'm else. so tired of this. We need new jokes. <laughs> uh, you so and your zonky butt. Oh. We've, we've known of Burakawani for since the fucking Oz oh. Driver came out. Everyone called it Kora Kawani because that's what it sounded like. Remember the rumors about it being a weapon? Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that was fun. Form, it might be a weapon. Why did I ever even <laughs> uh, attempt no. to believe that? It didn't even make sense. I really so, didn't. he is our movie exclusive form uh, that may end up appearing in the show once because they tend to do that. Um, Burra Kawani consists of the Cobra Metal, the Head, the Kame Metal, the Turtle, which is the middle section, and then Wani Metal, which is Crocodile as the legs. Which is just hilarious to me because crocodiles have the tiniest little legs ever. <laughs> Be like a midget rider. <laughs> to, well, I mean, why uh, is she a rider? Oh my god. <laughs> you, I didn't even have to make the joke. A common rider midget? I don't know. Uh, so despite earlier sketches showing with an Oja-like head, uh, we get this this turban design <laughs> that Dawson apparently doesn't like. I don't know. He does not like people from India. He's very racist. He does not like their curry rice. God. Uh, so these these metals belong to the reptile greed currently rumored to be named Ray, who will be Ray. No, Ray's that guy in the Kiva movie, Brian. God, <laughs> get your shit straight. It's girlfriend. Ray. Oh. Uh, and so naturally, with new form, we have new metals. Mike. Oh wait, that's something. <laughs> also, Ray Romano. Thought everybody loved you. <laughs> Uh, so instead of being O-Metal e, uh, Set EX2, they decided that was too typical. This is O-Metal Set complicated people SP. understand. D? S- no, 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 no D. Just uh, just SP. Like STD? Yes. O-Metal Set SPD SP. emergency? <laughs> oh, God. So That's not for a few weeks. <laughs> it's retailing for 1,300 yen. I mean, it's about 300 yen more than the standard metal sets. Um, but it, it's supposed to come with a special item, which we talked about, the o, the O's Ranger key, maybe. 
Um, I don't know. Even whatever. I don't know. It can't be too big because it's only 300 yen difference. Yeah. So it that's why. That's what. That's why when I saw the thing, I figured Ranger Key sounds about right for 300 yen. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it has to be like another metal, another Ranger Key, another Ranger Key, one Ranger Key, another metal. <laughs> we can't give our, keep our gimmicks straight here, folks. <laughs> or an eight ball. <laughs> like, those are the only possibilities I can think of, really, besides being with some, like, balls and stupid, like a keychain. Fuck keychains. I'll take a keychain, I don't care. So anyway, we, this is just another fucking metal set that we have to stock on Miami for. So. I know, and like have heart attacks over. <laughs> I'm going to die in like 10 years from heart attacks. We're so stressed out. Basically. So, um... The metals look cool, at least. Like, I'm having trouble picturing Crocodile. I can't really see it all too well. On the metal or the suit? The metal. I see it perfectly. I mean, I'm just dumb. Then maybe. Oh no, 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 no! Never mind. I see it. It's kind of like curved. Yeah. Is okay. I see it now. That's cool. Yeah, I I love the metal designs for Burakawani. I need them to go in my case, which Brian finally has one of. Yes. I've got little cell metals just sitting there waiting. Yeah, I have my Sasori, Ebi, Connie, and Terra cells waiting to be replaced by their core brethren. People shouldn't touch my medals. Who touched your medals? No, my friend was... People shouldn't touch my chest. did it all wrong. Well, then you just punch her in the fucking head. <laughs> Who did this? What? It's a my friend, she was looking at the medals. And... Mm. I wonder what kind of powers the crocodile legs can have. Like really, waddling, really fast waddling. Just, like waddling, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cheetah metal, except it waddles really, really fast. I mean, if theoretically it's a pretty shitty form, I mean, it can waddle and defend itself. <laughs> like wow, and, and hiss. Yeah, like <laughs> like oh my god, it's retarded. <laughs> Hit it with a rock. I don't know why they're attacking him. I don't know. The head just bugs me. Like. I don't like hate it. Like, oh my god, it's the worst form ever. I'm boycotting it. Fuck it. It just, I don't, I think it just looks weird. And it takes away from the awesomeness of the cobra. It looks like a turban guy. Why is it so quiet? I don't know. I'm thinking. Because I'm playing Angry Birds. <laughs> anyway, that that's about all for our, our Kawani rant. Like, kept, Dawson doesn't like turbans and. I love it. Also. I like Dawson it. can I just go I die in a hole. It's original. That's what I like it. I don't think we're ever going to have anything that looks remotely like that ever. So. so Okay, this is completely oh, yeah. random. But with all these forms... No, I will not make out with you. With all these forms, like, the original rumor of him being, like, like a giant show with a bunch of different riders, it would have made a lot of sense. Yeah, they could have done that. Because all the forms look so different. Like the all red yeah. combo, the all, all whatever, yellow, green, white, blue. White. Must be. Make the black ones a combo, yellow, purple. Blue. You have a Sentai team now. We would have had eight riders, oh unless they wanted to make more. And we have to. And so shut your whore mouth. I almost feel like I wouldn't feel as bad getting like eight rider figure arts because they wouldn't mix and match. Instead of being like, this guy's got eight forms. Like, another one? Next year, 12. God. Those. Not to mention Tomashi. 
But it does make sense because like they still have the same overall like motif, but they all look so different. Like the helmets are always drastically different. Yeah. It's not like the other writers where they're just like subtle changes in the helmet color and such. Like they're completely different. So speaking of next year's gimmicks and such, we have next year's writer rumors. Yay. More legal eggs? So the first one is for Common Rider Dragon Knight. Oh wait. It's just dragon, they drop the so knight. If you take dragon and then knight, you get dragon knight. Oh, I see. I see what you did there. Yeah. Good job. Okay, take these rumors with a grain of salt. It says it in red, so it must be really important. <laughs> okay, so the series happens in a fictional city, Gotham. Oh, wait. No, Hedo. Uh, the protagonist happens to find a special book and an egg in a forbidden room. The Necrocomicon? Room. Oh, God. This sounds funny. He brings this stuff to a genius inventor, Max. So that's what he's up to after Pokemon. Mighty Max? And the story begins. Grandpa or, Max? Oh, he could do stuff with it. Uh, they're two complete opposites. Hito is the son of a very rich man, while Max seems to be hated by pretty much the whole town. Sounds like Kevin. <laughs> I was thinking that. Max is somehow able to read ancient scripts in the book. I think it's just letters and the other guy can't read. And one, it's like just awesome. like me. Yes. In the book, and and the one who developed the writer system and the and the weapons. The writer system is is the is the one that is nursing the egg that Hito brought. I thought it said bought for a second. Mizoku eventually defeated all the heroes and started controlling the human world, which some of in which some of them are uh, disguised as politicians or even cops. Dun dun dun. However, the Mizokos, Mizukus, or whatever, have to eat the souls of human beings, or they'll revert to eggs. <clears throat> Sorry. She's a Mazoko? So they can form contracts with human beings. That's a really original. I've never heard of like monsters forming contracts with human beings before, ever, in a series. Uh, if a Mazoko can find a gap in the heart of a human, they can replace the person, and the human turns into an egg. <laughs> Sounds silly. If Mazoko... Wait, I read that already. <laughs> Sounds like shit Kobayashi would write. <laughs> Probably is going to be. What's more is that humans now know about the Mazokos and are actually living together. Interesting are not allowed to humans, but they are, uh, but some do, and form contracts with the humans. And then also we have like other rumors beside from Dragon about common rider Faust or Foos or Foe. I think it's just Foe and it's false. Faust. Uh, he's another rumored rider to replace O's. It makes it sound like O's is like he's taking over a show. His motif is based off astronauts, <laughs> and he's going to be the protagonist. Is going to be a high school student, similar to Super One. There's a switch on his belt which allows him to change his arms and weapons, so he's birth. He's uh, Rider Man. Nope, he's birth. He's uh, Rider Man. He changed his arm out. I don't know anything about Rider Man except he was not in the mass Rider thing. Except he was gacked. Um, it'll give him rockets as um, as weapons or even turn his arm into a manipulator. Does that mean he just like manipulate people? Like, you will bring me some candy. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are the two rumors we have so far. Uh, the previous one we already got, which was Conrad or Legal Eggs, which is just some kind of giant form change mass of eggs and monsters and stuff. And then this one's all like, hey, he's got a switch on his belt. I just pictured, honestly, I pictured a belt with like a light switch on it. <laughs> That's the way it sounded. Like, oh, okay, there, was, there was, it's not listed here, but there's a rumor about Sengoku, the iPod samurai guy. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, that was a, like, I didn't see any like official articles about that though. That was just some guy in HJU. Yeah. So he's probably just like low online. Um, so thoughts. Okay, so 
the egg thing. Yeah. Is the, that that plot doesn't bother me too bad. Mm-hmm. It just sounds really but similar. It just sounds really goofy with eggs and monsters and like I I don't really want to collect eggs. Well, see, this sounds so similar to like O's and stuff and like this it's silly a, it's, series. It's a mix of O's, Ryuki, and Deno. <laughs> like Which, I said, written by Kobayashi. Oh God. <laughs> It's all of her work combined into I know, one. I because it's like, I really don't want to do a series like this again. Like, imagine how funny O's would, if we read it literally, like, in the past, like, okay, so he's going to be collecting medals, and they're going to go off their desire. There's going to be a guy in a yellow suit that runs around saying happy birthday <laughs> to everybody, and it's constantly celebrating birthdays. There's also going to be a man walking around with a tiny doll on his shoulder, <laughs> and it keeps falling into soups because of birth. Like, imagine how funny that would sound. Uh, that's true. Like, I'm not going to judge it until, like, I see it, or we get more information about it. I think this is going to be the best rider ever. Probably my favorite Probably. ever. This was my, that was the my best. theory. Stop that. <laughs> that was my plan. It's going to be the best, so. Honestly. It's going to be fantastic. In I no way it. will it be better shitty. than it. Not at all. It's going to be the very best, like no one ever was. Um, I can't, I want the Faust. I guess that's what it is. I'd, I'd rather have Fowls over Dragon only because it sounds more simpler. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. That I like it sounds fun because we really haven't had too big of a like manipulation form switcher. Yeah. In quite a while. Um. I I still like the whole samurai themed techie iPod henshin device thing that the Sengoku rumor had going. Uh, I haven't read anything else about that one. Uh, I think Dekan posted it, like, once and then left. <laughs> <laughs> he burped and walked away. <laughs> but, like, that was my favorite so far, just because it was a samurai theme. But... Oh, and it had an iPod. So. Who doesn't want a good cupcake? Oh. They all sound kind of goofy. Like, I just, I really, really want something simple. Yeah, me too. Like, tired something of all like Agito like, or Blaze. form changes. I don't mind form changes like Kuga or Deno or something where it's just like four or five forms that do different things. I'm really tired of this mix and match nonsense. Nonsense? O's and like Double did it right, then O's was just a big cluster and. Yeah, like Double did it really well. Like that's something to talk about really later for discussions, but Double actually used all the forms evenly and when the situation called for it, O's is just like LOL Taja Dark. We haven't Tata. seen Sago Zo Gatsukiri Rator Ta in forever. Yeah, I know, right? I know he lost the medals, but God, give him the fucking medals back so we can do a goddamn combo. I know, God. Like I I really want to go back to something like Kuga with like four forms, the forms can get power ups later on. <laughs> And then, like, an ultimate form. Like, that. just keep it to that, God. Or, like, Blade, where it just had a few riders and, a, like, one form for each of them, except for Lango, because no one likes him. <laughs> Poor Lango. I'm Lango. Who do I hate today? I'm so evil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Must stop from taking over when he starts wearing business suits. Like, wait, what? You're wearing a business suit and... What was the top hat called in the video? Fuck, I forgot. Something really funny in the transmogrified audio. Something really funny when I put on the hat. (laughs) But I know that your phone is named Michael. So I know how to call it by his first name. (laughs) (laughs) Just hold the phone up. Michael? (laughs) Oh, God. Alright. Next news story. Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> so next up, so remember how we talked about that Gokai Silver guys mech and crap? All right, well, guess what? We got pics. That's right. Pictures of the Goju Jins. I got pics. Hold on, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. Throws Hobo Seed out of play. Um, so right, here we have a picture uh, from the toy catalog of Goju Jin, and it's showing his three modes. Uh, so we see Gokai Silver standing next to us, so we know it's his. We see it's got a T-Rex mode looking all cool. It's got drill tank mode looking like Optimal Optimus. And then we have the robot mode, which has Abare nose legs and drill arm. It has drill arm. Thank you. And then the Tyranno head opens up to find the fist. Um, it's an anchor design. Uh, the drill spins, and it looks like the Tyranno head spins on the other side for the arms. That's kind of its gimmick thing is the arm spin. Um, so, But it looks neat. I really like it. It's coming out uh, late July. Um, let's see. Robo Arm Drill, Redhead Serrano. Uh, the mech is blue, redhead, all the bullshit. Um, there's a union with Gokai, but it might only be arm switching. So we don't really know how that works yet. But next up is Gokai Machine Series 04. That's right, 04. Our next Gokai Machine is from Hurricaner, and it's going to be Furaimaru, a.k.a. Mini Zord. Um, except it's green in color, and it divides into five inside Gokaio. has that unfolding gimmick in the arms. Um, in the, the, from the feet of Gokaio comes a three-sided shuriken, and then the chest of Gokaio pops out a Senpujin head helmet. Um, the shurikens can unite into a bigger weapon like Tenkujin had. Gokaio can hold it. So basically, it's it's kind of referencing like the entirety of Hurricaner, pretty much. And the shuriken have the Gokaiju logo on them, and it looks really cool. Um, so pretty much from what it looks like is that what we have is the Shinkenger tribute coming up next, and then Hurricaner should be right behind it. Which makes sense considering that Hurricaner's legend hero is the next one after Shinkenger. Um, then we have so we have pictures of that. We have this other picture here of oh damn, shows a bunch of mecha. Um, it's pictures from the Super Sentai 199 Great Hero Battle. And we see a shot of at least ten giant mecha lining up. Um, the ones you can see real good. You see. Uh, Engino, Shinkeno. Um, those are the ones in the front. Um, I'm trying to see who's like in the back. It's hard to tell. I think um, it's I think it's uh, like the latest ten. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Uh, but so they're they're, they're they're there and they're doing their thing. Um, I think I see Magic King. I can't really tell. But suffice it to say, there's a bunch of mecha in a line, so they're all going to fight together. It was pretty cool. Um, and then here's some rumors for the, the show, or actually for everything in general, really. Um, Shiba for Chuck? Uh, no. Shiba Kaoru is going to be the only one appearing in the Shinkenger episode. Uh, Hurricane Red and Abba Red will be back for the TV series, while Red Turbo and O-Red are going to show up in the movie. So that's really cool. Um, and if they're going to get there... The, the powers, or the, the special legend power from Turbo Ranger and O-Ranger that way would definitely cut down on the number of tributes in the show. Um, also, um, Red Racer's actor, who is married to uh, Decca Pink, he 
posted on his blog that he made some filming for a TV series two days ago. It doesn't say which TV series, but judging from the smiley he put at the end of the post, it's pretty easy. It's not that hard to figure out which TV series he's talking about. You know, go Kaiser. Oh, I thought you were talking about Glee. <laughs> um, I actually watched that tonight for the first time in several weeks. Um, the one who taught Joe everything about swords is Barazorg, who was also known as Shido. And uh, Gokai Silver's actor is said to be June Ikeda. His name's June? <laughs> it's funny. Um, unlike the earlier rumored Shindo Gaku. Accordingly, his name is Yoroi Retsudo. And based on his name, he might be coming from Earth. He's a frivolous show-off, and he'll debut on the Time Ranger tribute episode. Uh, the plot seems to be finally moving when he shows up. Oh, that's good. Now, we also got pictures of two more key sets, folks. That's right. Key sets four and five. Key set four contains... Uh, now, the pictures are not you know, the best, but uh, from what we can gather, we can very clearly see Battle Japan because he's so different than everyone else. Tyranno Ranger, because he's got those diamonds on his chest. Gosei Red's very clearly there, because he's all, I have a long neck and I'm gay. Uh, now, we're fairly confident the other two are Hurricane Red and Red Racer, from the looks of them. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Good lineup there. Loving having Battle Japan. Loving having Tyranno Ranger. Um, then, Keith said, which is great having Tyranno Ranger, because Dragon Ranger comes with the spear, so we'll have both of those guys. Um, key set five is is all Gokai Silver all the time. It's got, number one, the anchor key. So you don't have to buy that expensive-ass figure anymore. Uh, applause from the audience. Yay. Um, then it's also got Decabrake, Magishine, Shurikenger, and Shinken Gold. And now I need to change my pants because that's just an amazing lineup right that there. That is a pretty badass lineup. Uh, and then I counted it up, and I think it's like what I think it's two two other key sets beyond that. We could actually have all the sixth ranger keys, which would be cool. Um, and it it looks. I want to say those come out in July. I'm pretty sure those come out in July from what I saw on the thing, uh, which is really neat. So that it looks like they're doing two sets every other month, just based on the the way two and three come out in May, and then four and five in July. That makes sense. It's about the equivalent of releasing a set every month. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. I, I don't see... We'll probably only end up with the Reds and the Sixth. Which and is upsetting and because full, I would like... The full team of Gokaijers and the full team of Go Rangers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's upsetting to me slightly because I would love to... Obviously, I want all... Everyone ever... Like and the fact that they're numbered like that just makes me think like they're gonna release them in some form. They probably will, just right. probably not in like deluxe key sets because they have to make a key set every week. Well, the thing that frightens me is how are they gonna do this? Are we gonna get one of those deluxe ex uh, complete complete selection, selection like Gokai Blue key set and it has like all blue keys except Gokai Blue and and Owl Ranger or maybe. I don't know. I'll just see it when it comes out. I won't be like too upset if I don't get all the keys ever, because then I would just mean less money being spent. As long as I have one for all the noises. But I mean, I'm excited about both those key sets, the Furai Maru and the Gojujin. It's all great. I can't wait. More keys. I need keys. I'm addicted. You are a dick. Uh. 
Yeah, like Gokai Silver's mech just looks like sex. It it does. It's so I saw cool. it on my phone and I started making sex with my phone and I realized how weird that was. It turns into a fucking T Rex. I know. I mean it's automatically awesome and it looks like a like a neo version of the Thundersaurus Megazord. Yeah. Whatever Auburn or whatever. Oh yeah. Like I remember I saw it when I got home from my tournament and I was all happy. I'm like, Yay, my day has been made. I'm so happy. And then Furaimaru is he looks he's all grown up and green and He's got pointy cool. things everywhere. I'm excited for the Hurricane Drew tribute because it's a series I've seen. Yeah, Hurricane Drew is pretty cool. Um, we know we got to get Go-Rider keys somehow because that noise is in the Mobirates. Yeah. Go. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Wait, that, that's not a show. That's not a show. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. Looks over at Giant Vinyls. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I would love to have Go-Rider keys. I'd love to have really all keys ever because, like I said, they're ready but. Just different different keys. Number one, the girl ride just says something different, and plus, they're a different color. They're like a crimson and navy color. So, crimson thunder, you know. navy thunder. Just like having like you know the geki keys would give you like that geki violet. I love geki violet key because he's geki violet, and we get that hoodie coming. Fuck yes. Then we can like run around with our hoodies and our keys. Well, this is what I, I was thinking about this the other day. You realize that we all own basically the exact same wardrobe now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! So we have the hive mind, and we have the exact same wardrobe. This is turning into the Ben Ten Alien Swarm movie. <laughs> like basically, we're gonna go to Morphicon Three, not only with our RRR matching shirts, but every other shirt matching. We'll just be like, okay, this day we're gonna wear this shirt. This day we're gonna wear this shirt. And we'll just all three of us walk around matching like a bunch of dorks. In sync, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> you just walk like in a march. <laughs> oh, there was a funny story. I was driving and there was like a little a school next to me, and I heard this ee! in the playground. I'm like, it's a shocker school, <laughs> and nobody knew what I was talking about, but it was hilarious. God, they're from Amazon no Sekai. Amazon Tomodachi. I am Amazon. I am Amazon. Good times, uh, good times. Indeed. Indeed. I know, I can't wait for Go Sage. I mean, Go Sage. Go Kai. Green. Fuck, Go Kai Silver Stop. That's what happens when I'm trying to type when I'm doing this. Brian, did you give your thoughts on this stuff? I really wasn't listening. Yes. I know Dawson did, because he just opens his mouth and spews crap out of it. Yes. Well, that was just uncalled for. Yes, yes, yes. So, who wants to do those summaries so I can use the bathroom? Um. Deluxe Jesus? Alright, let me get to it. Where is he? In my diaper. I'm not digging in there. <laughs> Please? Nope. Aww. Well, I guess it's summary time, so... We all know what that means. It's time for... Damn, that was loud this time. Like right in my ear, I got scared. Yes. Um. So we've made it to episode nine, and Dawson has probably made it to the bathroom right now. No, not yet. Uh oh. Uh. Pretty soon. Well, it starts off. Uh, we've got uh, Milfy, aimed a family, and our transvestite up in the crow's nest, looking for the island in the sky from last episode, and they ain't seeing shite. 
they are circling the globe like crazy, like Superman, and they can't find a damn thing. And Avi's like, well, it's out there. I know it's out there. I don't know. I heard screaming and crying. And they see, they notice a cloud that they've passed like a billion times and it looks exactly the same. Like, wait a minute. I call shenanigans on this. They get closer and it turns out, look, it's the Animarium. There's Princess Shayla. She stole their jackets. Come back. <laughs> I think that's what Navi, Navi wants their jackets. That's why they're going there. And uh, so the Zangiac have also found it. And apparently they're sending Bowser to attack. So all they have to really do is turn into rangers that can use fire and shoot eight fireballs from a distance. <laughs> or they could just run and jump over him and grab the hammer. And then they'll fall into the lava. Uh, and then it's all, let's go, let's go, Kaija, go, go, let's go, let's go, Tore, Kimi no Maini. Fuck you. So we're on the island in the sky, and they run into Zangiax, and uh, they just start attacking. So shit's, shit's about to get crazy, and I didn't get my keys ready. So, uh, I'm gonna talk for a second. There's, there's, there's key on key action, and uh, they get their keys and they're all. Yeah. So they're fighting like they do with their weapons, and they're doing cool shit. And then the dude just starts like running really fast and crap. So like, man, we got this. That's right. They turn into the Turbo Rangers, and they do that pyramid thing with the guys on the bottom and the chicks on top. And it's so funny because uh, Black Turbo, who's Gokai Green, you can see his legs are shaking because he's all weak little woman, and you just giggle. And they do this attack where they have the four jump in the air, and then Red punches them at the enemy. Uh, pretty epically, and then he runs in and attacks. Uh, they do. It's pretty fun. I enjoy the use of the keys. And uh, they come back into a little group, and Green like skids to the ground because he's a tar face. And then they just hear like a giant roar, and uh, it's it's Gao Lion, and he gets all pissed off. And he knocks them all off the island, and they're all falling. And Green's crying. He's like, ah, I want to die. And Marvel's is like, God damn it, you're a woman. Remember we have those guys with the wings? Like, oh yeah. So they go all. Jet, come on! Oh my god. <laughs> now they're jetmen. They're flying. They're having an aerial battle with the monster. It's pretty cool. They're shooting. Except for Black and Pink, who just fall to the ground. Pink gets hurt. She's a tard. And um, so this guy comes out and is like, he's like, hey, let's get that line. It's got to be the power. And the, this guy comes out and is like, um, no. And they're like, who are you? I'm a vet. What? And he's like, we're pirates, so screw you. <laughs> we're out here. And red, blue, and yellow like walk off while green stays behind with pink. And the vet's going to take care of her. And he tells them, hey, I'm Gal Red. Lols, that's Gal Lion. He's not just going to go with you quietly. <laughs> he doesn't do that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, okay then. And the angry boss of the Zangak finds out that they were doing all this crap behind his back 
and he finds out about Ultimate Treasure, and he's like, well, I'm just going to take it or something. I don't know. He just goes insane. So he changes their plans, and Zangak starts hacking the people. And meanwhile, Green and Pink are talking to Gal Red. They do that little flash of the suit in front of him. They're playing with puppies. Puppies are adorable. And he tells them about Galion. It's just a bunch of talking, really. And he's like, they're like, no, they're not mean, evil pirates because I was a princess and I suck at being a pirate. And so does this guy. And if they just cared about, you know, getting treasure, they wouldn't take us along with them. It's like, I guess, but they need somebody to use those keys. So, you know, whatever. And uh, so the, these three over here see the people getting attacked. So uh, they jump down and... Uh, they they transform all epically. And they're fighting, and they do that little weapon swap thing they do. So I think they have AIDS now, because they didn't wash the sword they were using before they, they passed it around. And it's like red passes it to blue, and he does double sword killing, and then yellow grapple hooks it from him, and like does that sword on a rope trick. And uh, so that was fun. And uh, they, then green and pink show up. They transform. They're attacking. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, right? And so all that's left is the three blue guys and the monster. So like, well, let's do this because this will be fun. And uh, they get out their keys and they're all. And then there's like epic transformation with like that green background and the. The animals form the helmets over their helmets. And uh, so that was fun. And then they're fighting all like Gout Ranger style. Like Blue has those uh, sword fin things. Uh, those like sword fin tonfas. And uh, they're using all the claws. And it's just pretty epic. And then um, they're like, lols, Yako Juken. And they make the big giant sword. And they say the little phrase the guy ring just do they're all Jaka, Tyson. And they blow up the blue guys, and the other guys all like, oh, that hurt, bitch. And they turn back into Gokaijers. And they get out their guns and they put in the keys, and they're all final. And it just kind of stops. Because I think they put the gun into the fan, and now they're broken. Lol, reused joke. <laughs> but conveniently enough, the monster blew up anyway, even though the, the, their guns were broke. And so they got they got made big. They make Gokaio with epic CGI action. And they're going to use the Gokai starburst thing with the cannonballs, but the dude, like, disables their tourney dial. So they can't do it. And they're like, what are we going to do now? And then... Gal Lion acknowledges them or something, and their Gal Ranger keys glow. They summon Gal Lion. It makes the little summon noise. I can't really do it that good, but it's. <laughs> Shut up! It's a cool noise. And it's all Gal Lion! And he comes down and attacks them, and and then um, they're like, like I think he can com- combine with us. And they're like, now that's great, but can he combine with the Shinkano? Like, I don't know, but that's not relevant right now. And so they combine with it, and yellow and pinks just kind of like go away for a while. <laughs> they just go somewhere. And they form Gao Gokayo, and they're doing some slashing and CG action, and they kill the blue things. It was pretty cool. Yeah, damn it. 
And uh, so then they like do the little key thing again, and their final attack is basically Gal Lion uses like flamethrower or something, and they slash him. I don't know. Maybe it's hyper beam. I can't really tell. But he attacks. They slash. The monster dies. It was really weird this time because the blue dude turned into motorcycles. So they keep getting upgrades. I don't know what's wrong with those guys. They just have problems. And um, I think first they were drones of thrust. Now they're uh, thrones of jetstorm. Now now they're drones of thrust. There we go. The words came out properly. And there's Gal Red. He's all like, have fun, Gal Lion. Do a good job. And he just walks away. Burst like, walks away. He's like, and then he just walks away. And then walks away. Yeah, <laughs> that's how Gal Lion burps. And then we see Gal Lion on top of the rock, watching them leave, and like, we'll see you soon because we're gonna need you for Shinken Go Kaio. First, and, <laughs> and they're like, yay, we got our fourth power. And Green's like, yeah, thirty more left. Like, well, damn it, you're a party pooper, aren't you? <laughs> and they're all wondering, like, well, what made him change his mind? And they just smile. Knowingly, and it ends with a roar of Gal Lion. And it was really funny because. And right then it the, ends. Then it ends. And then it's funny because right around the time the, the keys glow, Mofi just turns to the green and ping and just go, Did y'all go on an adventure without us again? <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> Maybe. I need to keep a better eye on you two. What the hell is going on? Well, you three ran off and turned into Sendai teams of three. <laughs> Except they didn't. Yeah, except they didn't this time, but uh, it was it was an okay episode. Um, not necessarily the best tribute. I would have liked to see. I, mean, I enjoyed seeing Gal Red back because he's a cool guy and all. And he actually doesn't look all that different from ten years ago, which is a little weird. But well, Japanese um, people don't age. They don't. Like I mean, clearly he, he's he looks like okay, well he's an older person, but he looks basically the same as he did ten years ago. Like, they don't age until a certain point, and then like one year they just like do all their aging. <laughs> yeah. That has to be it. And, um, but so I would have liked to have seen him do more. Like, it was good to see him back, but he didn't do all that much. He just kind of sat there and talked while bandaging up Pink's leg. And I know he's a vet and all. It was good to see him doing his whole vet thing. It just, I don't know. I would like to have seen him do more. More vet I, stuff. I wanted to see him do the surgeries and actually work with the patients. <laughs> no, I mean, like, Kai did a lot, and, you know, Do- Doogie did a lot, and, 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 Jan had his cool teaching thing. It was just a little, like, I don't know. You, you kind of expected a little more at this point, and, and he just kind of stood there and was like, yep. All right. But, uh, you know, it was it was an okay episode in Gao Go Kaio, and the CG is much better for Gao Lion than it was 10 years ago, so. But uh, it was fun. It was fun. So uh, we'll go to you guys. You may go first, Shinobo. Okay. Uh oh. I, <laughs> I agree that it was it was really fun. Um I think Decca so far has been the best tribute episode. Fuck yeah. Just based on like who was there. Decca uh, Angel. The stunts, everything involved in it, the formation, everything was really really, really cool for Decca. Um sorry. <laughs> Part of it might be because I never seen Gao. So, I don't really care that Gal Red's back. I'm like, hey, look. I, I don't know who he is. It's Japanese Cole. But, well, that, that's reassuring. <laughs> it's uh, Decker. <laughs> he should have played Juzo. If it was like a Decade-style show, he should still play Juzo for this uh, universe. But, uh, 
it was, it was still a fun episode. It was a good episode. Uh, I just think it was the weakest, weakest tribute so far. Um, just because, like you said, Galvatron just didn't do anything. Yeah. He gave Ahim a puppy and bandaged her leg, and that's about it. <laughs> Whereas, like, yeah. Doggy was in, like, the entire tribute episode. Ja- yeah. Jasmine and uh, Bond didn't really do too much, but... But at least they were there, and there was more than one person. Yeah, they were still there, and it was more than one person. It was really good. But, uh... I still enjoyed it. And they contributed in their own way. They just didn't, like... It was... move the story along. It was just mostly, like... His is mostly, like, exposition. It's like, this is Gal Lion. I was his chosen warrior, Gal Red. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, thanks, bye. And what? he's like, can we have it? <laughs> he's so shiny. <laughs> but, like, the effects for Gal Lion, uh, the fight was pretty cool. I um, think it's cool that he's, like, Gal Lion all grown up instead of, yeah, like... Yeah, he's not, like, a random... A weird, like, Gokai mutated thing. Like, like Pat, Pat Striker and... Dragon. Dragon just kind of seemed to be like entities formed by the keys or something. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Galion is actually like legit grown up Galion. I mean, he's like yeah. legit deluxe grown up Galion. Sorry, I couldn't resist. The toy is deluxe. Fuck yeah, it's legit. Got some yeah. street cred. The streets. Like he was, he was just he had a really cool presence just because he was so new and animated, good and stuff. Mm-hmm. Guy doing stuff. <laughs> he's gonna be in the Sentai movie. But yeah, like it was a good episode. It just wasn't as good as the others, and I'm tired. I wish he would have interacted with more of the cast, except for he's like, "Hey, we're pirates. Okay, I'm gonna go interact with these two now. You three, run along." Um, what else was I gonna say about it? I don't. I don't know. I kind of liked when like they did that scene where, like, obviously, if you watch the show, you know who it is, but where they like reveal that he's like Gal Red or whatever, like near the end, kind of like like Magi Reds and stuff and yeah. Deca- like they were all near the end and it was all like he was giving his their final seal of approval and then like he showed their face instead of like just in the middle of the episode like hey I was this person <laughs> I was Gal Red <laughs> like oh can I have it <laughs> but it was definitely good it just the Jetman thing was cool yeah but I, I really like the way they're using their keys like they're they're really good at the, the at... Somebody on Twitter said the effects weren't very good. I thought they were perfectly fine for Jetman. When they did it, they're like, the effects weren't good. I'm like, well, I thought they weren't bad. With somebody. Another silence. I think I think it might have been KO. Well, KO. I don't know. They weren't bad. Well, they weren't as bad as like when Jetman was airing. Like, it was just like horribly obvious green screen. Whatever. I thought they were fine. It was, it was fun though. I mean, like they, they definitely are competent in the use of their powers. I like, except for Gokai Green. <laughs> I like how he's like buckling when he turned into whatever Turbo Black's called. Black Turbo. <laughs> Let's reverse it, fuckers, <laughs> just to throw me off. Jerks. <laughs> just to throw you off. Yeah, I mean, it is that that's cool. Get more more key love, more more key action. Finally, using teams that are not like from the past ten years or like the first two. <laughs> the first two. Like, look at it. At most, like ninety nine percent of the keys they've used have been from Gal Ranger forward, or like Jacka and um, Go Ranger. It was only like the last episode they used Denji Man and Goggle Five. 
And now they're using Turbo Ranger and Jetman. Like, I mean, hell, next time they're using Bokenger and uh, Jacka. And even then, we only saw Boken's blue and yellow. So, yeah, they're doing another Jacka thing. This time with the cannon and all five of them. So, I, I don't know. It's like another one of those fun episodes that's not going to have any purpose whatsoever. But, whatever. So, did Dawson ever go take a piss yet? Yeah, it was a while oh. ago. I didn't, look, I didn't know. I was, I was sitting here like waiting. I came back right before you used the Jetman cheat code. Oh. I didn't know that. So, uh... Whatever that owes. Yeah. Alright. So, we're up to O's 30. Can, can you believe it, folks? 30 episodes already. Good lord. <sighs> We've passed midlife. You butter believe it. <laughs> butter. <laughs> what, my face isn't toast? What? What's up with these antics? Anyway. Uh, so, the three things happened last time. Here we go. A yummy birth from Dr. Maki. And it's Dr. targeting Maki. the restaurant chick who looks like his sister. And the bird greed minus an Ankh arm appears and fights with Ankh. So it picks up with Ankh getting like cell metals ripped from his arm and Edgy has to like tear him out of the stream of metals. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Birth just shows up and he's like, hey. <laughs> so Edgy's all, Ankh, quick, give me the metal holder. Because I need to do shits and you're like half dead. So he's like, okay, so I can get the right medals. Yay, I did. So he's got like a charge head and stuff and he shoots water at, at body. On- I don't know what we're going to call it. Um, we'll figure out a name for it later. Uh, but at, at the at the body onk, and he uh, uses the bottle legs to grab shingles onk, and like runs away. And all body onk just keeps saying is, "Who am I? Who are you? Where am I? What's happening? It's Kevin. Where am I? Your room. Oh, thanks." <laughs> So he teams up with Kazali and they go do Calzone. the Kazali. Kazoni? Kazoni, and they do get the rest of shit. The restaurant chick's di- driving Dr. Maki to his house in the Red Bug. And uh, so that's fun. And he's got a giant ass house. And then it goes all, you got the medals. One, two, and three. Life goes on. Anything goes. Coming up. Thank you, sir. So back at the restaurant, like, Edgy, like, limps Ankh in, and then um, Date shows up, and they're like, hey, hey. hey. He's like, you hear about that yummy? Oh, dear, what happened to him? That surprised <laughs> Did you hear about the, the yummy. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and we see Body Ankh trying to make a yummy out of Kazari, and he's like, no, slaps hand away. Damn it, what's wrong with you? <laughs> And uh, that is so funny. No, He's so stupid. It. 
So Maki's house has like the furniture all covered and there's dolls everywhere. And uh, restaurant girl notices the picture of the sister looks like her. And she's like, is this me? I don't think I took this picture. What's going on? I did get drunk that one night and black out, maybe, but I don't think so. I did get drunk that one night and started sticking things inside of me, but that was just an ice cream cone and... A Pokemon. I don't know what happened. My Vandalux won't talk to me anymore. I don't know. <laughs> so Maki keeps having flashbacks of his sister and fires because he's an insane human being. And uh, at Kogami, we find out the... He's all excited because GoTo is putting in people's birthdays into the computer. I don't know. He's so fucking retarded. And you see him, and when, when no one's around, he's looking up information on the medals, but he can't find anything. So this leaves Date to ask um, Ankh Ankh, hey, tell me about those medals. And Edgy's like, hey, can we borrow some medals? Because Ankh lost a lot of cell medals, and we need some. And Edgy's like, no. And He's like, well, Ankh will tell you if we get medals. He just takes him from Dante goes there. We took him. Now Ankh will talk. He's like, damn it. Now I got to talk. And uh, so he's going to tell him about the medals and shit. And Gotu gets caught uh, searching on the computer. And uh, Kogami's like, hey, hey, come up, to the, to, come up here in the library. And uh, I'll tell you some stuff. He's like, okay. And, uh, oh, damn it. I don't know why I keep yawning. The restaurant chick finds out that Maki's sister looks just like him, and after their parents died, she took care of him, and, and then she died the day before her wedding, which is really creepy. And she died in a fire. And he's like, no, it's okay. It was a long time ago. I'm all good now. And, uh, apparently he taught her, she taught him some something about, like, you only, you know, reach... Your full something, I don't know. Your life's only complete when you're dead. I don't know. Something stupid like that. It, it made no sense and was really dumb. Just like Wheelchair's Girlfriend. There we go. Good lord, we haven't made that reference in like 10 episodes. Well, it's almost the anniversary, so we gotta bring back the old jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Kogami tells us the story of how the greeds came from. So okay. apparently. Mommy, where do greeds come from? Well, Apparently, 800 years ago, the greed were created because some king desired to rule the world. And that guy was the original O's. And we have a, a, we have a, a, a little parchment that has, like, original O's with some, like, Tajador-esque form with a cape and a Metajabra-like sword. And Shake's fist. That ancient metal jabber. And then you get, like, ancient Tatoba. It's all like, Tatoba, Tatoba, Tatoba. It's all deep and cool. Yeah. And so you see, um, apparently there's like some, some silk, draper, silk drapery and the, the full body forms of the four greeds come out. It's like a porn shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they try to attack O's, but full body Ankh comes out because he's helping O's who wants to become a god by absorbing all the metals. But Ankh wants to take that power for himself. But then he gets betrayed by Oz, who stabs him and takes a bunch of his medals. And is like, hey, man, not cool. Damn it. And then he, like, sucks medals from the other four greeds. And they're all, like, laying there half dead. And he just he tosses it in the air and scans, like, 30 medals at one time. Shit. 
Shank and Gold just fell over and took Gattaca. <laughs> Damn it. They were standing for so long. Where the hell was I? Damn it. That's hilarious. Son of a bitch. Now I gotta stand them back up after. Anyway, so what happens, like this this glowy thing comes out and the greeds get like sucked into the air. The original O's turns to stone and apparently in this ensuing process, Ankh tries to get his medals back and his right arm gets separated from his body and imprisoned with the other greeds. Well, he just figures his body turned back into metals, like normal. Because his consciousness... I know, metrics. But apparently that didn't happen. It stayed intact. Kogami found it on his last trip to Europe, brought it back with him, pulled a medal from it, which I'm thinking is one of the ones that... uh, it's either the Kujaku that Kazari got and Ankh took from him, or the Condor that Sato Naka took to Eiji. I want to and, see what's the Kujaku. Yeah, I think it was the Kujaku. But uh, either way, he um, it the body awakened and came back. And uh, Kogami's all creepy face, happy birthday, lols. And so apparently... Um. The the if if the two reunite, whichever one's weaker just gets absorbed, right? So that's that's not good for shingles. And meanwhile, full body on takes on the form of a little kid, which is really creepy. It's a kid. And uh, we find out that the doll Doctor Maki has was given him by his sister, or something. Okay, so he he's antisocial, right? He's like exploding shark. And so his sister gave him the doll and said, if even if I just think of the doll as me and you'll be fine because you're a genius. And you're like Taj Maori. Yeah. And so like (laughs) the restaurant chick is like, I guess she's imagining the sister as being like real nice and, and, and sweet and except, like, when Do- in Dr. Maki's remembering, she's like an evil bitch hoe. And so, yeah. He burned <laughs> her in the hoe. fire. He He's the one that he killed her in the fire, because that's what he does. He's insane. He just threw the candles down on the floor, and they just combusted. Yeah. And he makes her leave. He's like, go away! Ah, oh, I'm crazy! And the Yummy starts attacking, so go to leave. Yeah, go to. Uh, Date leaves to go be birthed. Ankh and Edgy leave, and um, Hina Chan's all worried because the original O's went crazy from overusing the power. She's afraid it'll happen to Edgy. And uh, so let's see. Skip, 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 skip. Skip, 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 skip. Birth encounters the yummy. It just sounds like Birth skipped all the way to the battle. (laughs) Might have, I don't know. But Birth transforms. And then he gets out his crane arm. Was that it? I, cu- I couldn't hear. Yes. Okay. So um, he starts fighting with that. Edgy runs in and is all. 
Nope, that's not it. <laughs> and yeah, and he wants he's like, hey, I need a combo or some shit and uh what's his name? Date's all like, um, you don't want to go like crazy or anything. So uh instead Ankh uh just tosses him Kujaku, so he goes all And we're like, damn it, we saw this form already. And he shoots metal things at the, the yummy. Birth pulls out his breast cannon and uh he cell bursts. He blows up the yummy, and Edgy starts hardly picking up medals to like pay back Date with. Where's the payback to spawn? One, two, eight. Oh fuck! For how to count? Yeah. Yeah. So. And then uh, it ends. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, because then we see that Kazali and Ankonk have teamed up with Doctor Maki, and he pulls out. Like this thing, which I seriously thought he was about to put on lipstick. I didn't know what was happening. I thought it was like turning into Buffalo Bill, and he's just gonna like, put him in a hole in the basement. <laughs> it puts the lotion on if it wants to be fed. Stop talking in that voice, Gibby. <laughs> but instead, it like starts blowing up the lab, and Date walks in. He's like, "Oh God, fire!" And like all the candles activate and like fly out. And uh, on fire. <laughs> Date's like, "Doctor, doctor." It was so funny. And uh, art. And you see the three of them standing on a bridge. These are bad guys. And uh, the Candroids come flying in with uh, the painting. The painting with like the birds and dinos and shit. And they're like, "Lols, we kills your face now." And they walk away. And then it ends. And then it ends. Okay. Like Okot. Seriously, this was like a fantastic episode. Like it was so badass. Oh, backstory and backstory on Maki and backstory on Greeds and O's and medals and we saw a combo involving Chach. It was Chach. Oh, I'm pretty sure it said Chach. I know it said lots of Chach in my ass. And uh, you have smiley whales in your ass. <laughs> yep. And uh, so it was. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed this episode thoroughly, and I cannot wait till the next episode when we see purple medals. So, I want an iHeart Date shirt <laughs> to go with my iHeart uh, Kenji Matsuda shirt. Okay, I'll we go. We can't love Kenji anymore because he's married. So, damn it, Date's not. He's got rock hard abs. Sounded gay. Okay, so it was a great episode. Like for, like last week I said, I hope it pays off, and it actually did. For the first time in a long time, an O's build-up episode actually paid off. A commoner build-up episode paid off. <laughs> yeah, it was like, finally, we actually got answers, and they weren't just like, lols, no answers. <laughs> this was called Sha-Uba. Sha-Uba, Sha-Uba, But it was just so great to see like more backstory from O's and his awesome like deeper-sounding O's driver. 
And just everything was just so cool. And Dr. Maki's like one sick fuck. <laughs> he really is. Like, that's a really creepy backstory. And then he was like, you're watching a children's show. I'm like, dude, this shit's creepy. <laughs> and the doll lost he, his hair. He killed his yeah. sister, kidnapped a doll, treats the <laughs> doll like his sister, sort of. The next person who goes, well, do you watch kids' shows? Just show them this. Just <laughs> Like, I was curious, was... Like, his sister really, like, bitchy, like, he was imagining her? Or was that just his, like, mind imagining that, like, to justify killing? Because I was yeah, that's confused, what, too. I, I have no idea. Like, I thought maybe, like, when they... Because, like, until the end of the episode, they just kind of hinted at it. And I thought maybe that, like, his his sister was a bad person and he killed her by accident. But, I don't know, I guess we'll find out later. But he's got a really sick backstory, but, like... His whole, like, wanting to destroy the world makes sense because he thinks that anything that is ever good will end up being corrupted, like his sister. Or like, the way, the way it appears to me is that when the restaurant chick is talking, his sister, in the flashbacks, is all, like, nice, happy, sweet person. Yeah. And then, like, when he's talking or thinking about it, she's, like, evil, like, witch person. Like, how it's probably neutral, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She's Switzerland. Like, I don't know if she's necessarily as nice as the restaurant chick makes her out to be, but I don't know if she's necessarily as, as, like, evil, mean bitch as Dr. Maki's imagining. Yeah. I also <clears throat> oops, I also love the fact that he's like, uh, Sazaka! And then scares her. <laughs> and, like, she says, where's Dante? <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and she literally jumped his legs. <laughs> she says, oh, fuck. Um... But then he says, where's Goto? And he's like, he's updating the birthday registry for the new employees. And I'm like, this is the only show where that would sound normal. <laughs> and I was like, that's so funny. And then he's like looking at medals and he's like, whatever he said and scared him also it was funny. Like it was oh, just, yeah. He just started appearing on all the TV screens in the room. It's great. It's like, they're like, find what's her name that scammed our wedding. And they start plastering her picture everywhere. <laughs> what was her name? I'll just call her Olivia Falconer because that's her name. Like, it was basically, it was, like, it was like he just got caught looking at porn. Like, he was, yeah, like, <laughs> if you want to see porn, come to the 24th floor. I got the greed porn showing. There's all kinds of satin sheets. and Oh, God, it's sexy. But it was just, <laughs> it was just fantastic. I, I'm excited. And they pretty yeah, much it answered was, a lot of like, shit. It was really it was just great. so good because they answered, like, every question that's been, like, uh, plaguing people's minds for yeah. since the show started. Well, there's still a few more questions, but for the most part, like, how does the Dino Greed fit into everything? And yeah, well, there's I mean, that. Like, those kind of questions are obviously not going to be answered until much later. But yeah. Um. I mean, it's just so good. Like, it wasn't like action-packed, awesome episode, but it just like it was so plot-driven and yeah. answered so many questions that it was like one of the best episodes yet. I'm like slightly disappointed that like second Ankh isn't like the old O's or something like because it's kind of predictable that he was like split in two which I don't mind it but it would have been cool to have like a more like different explanation. Yeah, I guess, but like I don't I I don't think that um, Edgy she's like see how they're talking about like um how they're talking about like oh well he overused his powers or he overused the power and like became. He went crazy, and that I don't I don't know if it necessarily would happen to Edgy because he's not like scanning all the metals at once. <laughs> that, and he's also um, he's also just not like because the, the I think the problem was that he was all like uh, greedy and like he was um, like you know like he was all, uh, yeah because Edgy hasn't gotten like progressively more greedy or anything. 
Like yeah. he stayed the same, like standard, like Ankh, we have to protect people, and Ankh's like, fuck people, I want medals. So he's us. <laughs> so we say, fuck people, I want medals. That was, that was pretty much it. Just that I think he has less of a chance of it happening because he's not like an insane, greedy person. He's just kind of like a nice guy who kind of fell into this. Yeah, like the whole story is kind of confusing because like it was like Oz was developed to counter the greeds but then it made it sound like he made them to get power like in this explanation mm-hmm. like the two explanations almost contradicted themselves because the first one was like well they made the greeds and then they went batshit crazy so we had to make the Oz system to defeat them and then somehow he had the combos even though all the greeds had their full forms <laughs> And then Kogami said, shh. Shut up. He's like, well, you see, then there was a, and then, shut up. <laughs> but, like, it kind of contradicts itself, but I'm just assuming that the O's driver and stuff was created to stop the greeds, and then the guy that was using it was all, went ape shit and then wanted all the power for himself instead. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, it was probably one of those, like, okay, we're going to create these things so I can, like, take over the world. And then he decided, you know what, I just want their power for myself now that I have this belt that can do it for me. I like how Edgy doesn't find it all suspicious. Ankh was like, I worked with the original O's, and I planned on betraying him and stealing all his medals. And Edgy's like, that oh, probably won't happen again. <laughs> None of the situation mirrors that one at all. Situation isn't like at all. This is different. He's, he's a he's a good soul now, and he's eats popsicles and those calm him down. I don't know. We all know Ankh and Edgy are going to be BFFs in the end. Yeah, everyone knows it because Ankh's going to be like, "You're my best friend. You showed me true nature." Kind of reminds me of like Ren and Shinji, where like he didn't want to admit that he liked Shinji. Yeah, he's like, "I hate you, but I secretly masturbate you every night." <laughs> Now I just got in a weird territory. It's time for... Samurai Summer's Shuki. Yeah. Alright, so we are on episode 10, Jaden's Challenge. Are we going to do this in a hillbilly accent? It's a challenge for us. <laughs> Alright. So our scene starts out with G hanging out in the back. What's up, G? He's, he's inner monologuing about how everything must be hard for Jaden because he doesn't want his team to be hurt. But he's gotta do something. I don't know. Well, it's really hard to take him seriously because that's he's grum <laughs> grum rolls. <laughs> so it's verbatim Shin Kendrick, except they added people to the streets, and Jane streets. doesn't almost get hit by a car, which is a shame. But oh, really, well, he wouldn't die anyways. A zombie. <laughs> zombie. There's a perfectly good bus in the background too. They could have used. So he's just kind of wandering, inner monologuing about how he doesn't want his team to get hurt. And then we switch back to G's inner monologue, and I don't know, there's so many fucking inner monologues. It's like a goddamn Shakespeare play. Except terrible. Wherefore out thou, Jaden? <laughs> Wherefore out thou, Dr. I shall draw my sword! And then it's a gun, because it was that weird Leo DiCaprio so. remake. <laughs> then we got Coco Pop Rangers. A little bit of coming up always mixed in. And so we have Bulk and Spike going to Bulk's garage. It's the same garage, I swear. It's arguably the same garage. And so they're going to sleep on the floor, apparently. Why, I don't really know. But 
Uh, they're they're sleeping on the floor, and they're like pillow fighting or something. I don't know, something gay. <laughs> so they go to bed. Spike has this dream about Mia, and so he ends up like cleaning like, all of her bulk, and it's gross. Spooning bulk, and uh. it's Spike's little wet dream or something. I don't. Know. Oh God. That's what I want to say. It's 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 a really funny scene. It's just kind of creepy. And so Bulk proceeds to suffocate himself with a pillow. Back and then the, it ends. <laughs> basically, back at the Shiba house, we have uh, Emily and Kevin in bed, not in t- not together, um, <laughs> separate, separate beds. He's um, like, "Well, just poke a dick." Working on really terrible sketches of the uh, Battlewing Megazord. I'm sorry, I can't draw. Which is actually kind of cool because the Shinkander episode. Rinosuke just kind of whipped him up out of nowhere. It's like, yeah, I've been doing this. So at least we need to actually see him do this. Yeah. Even if it's crappy drawings. He had to do something while he wasn't acting. <laughs> oh, so he's had a lot of time then. And so Mike's talking about cartoons, and then G's all like, Hey guys, I'm glad you're doing okay, Emily. Happy face. Smug. I don't know. Smug. Uh, and then Mia's face is just like, Stop fucking around and just be yourself. <laughs> and so now we're at the the river sticky. Sticky. Sansy River. Yeah. I was trying to use English terms and then I didn't. River uh, sticky. Daiyu's playing the theme song on her Shimasen, so that's cool. Uh, Even if it is a spine <laughs> in a rib cage, but whatever. Xandri goes to to drink the medicine. That the other guy's drinking, and he's like, "This is my medicine, girl." <laughs> and then the little yellow puff balls come out. I hate those fucking things. God damn it! And so Link's all like, "Oh, I'm glad you're better." And then we cut to Jane in her monologuing against a river, and then we have <laughs> against a river. Sounds <laughs> 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 <He's, laughs> funny. He's in an inner monologue duel. Oh, it's hilarious. And, like, and now we have Decker fighting Moogers. Against the Santa River. <laughs> and then he kills and all. And monologue. <laughs> comes out of the river. And they start fighting. And he's like, Oh, half-breed, half-human god, I hate you. Get away from the Red Ranger. Red Ranger, Red Ranger, Red Ranger, Red Ranger. Mm-hmm. Red Ranger. And Winning. So he pushes Juzo into... Or <laughs> Decker, <laughs> Decker into the water, and then he turns hey, into Juzo. That's funny, that's an honest Juzo mistake. Juzo turns into Decker. No, no and seriously. He, what, the first, and then he's like, what excess? <laughs> the first part when he turns human, that's Juzo. You can oh, yeah. plainly tell because the hair is slightly different. And then, then we switch back to... To oh. Decker, and he's like, "This is when half, being half human's good." Yeah, and then he like Olympic dives into the sand river. <laughs> All of a sudden, like a board appears. <laughs> uh, and then they're talking about how Xandrid's seal thingy doesn't work on humans, so he can escape it. And hey. so since uh, Takaru was against against a river, why do I keep saying against? I don't know. Jane's oh, no. on the fucking beach, and there's this kid crying <laughs> because he's a antisocial douchebag. Uh, it made a little bit more sense than the Shinkinger one. I don't remember. Uh, so we cut to a flashback. In the Shinkinger one, his parents were, your dad was killed by a monster attack. Okay, yeah. Here, in this one, his dad got a job. Here, he's just sad because his dad's earning money. What's up with all these kids sad because their dads have jobs? 
Like, really? Uh, so, we, we cut to a flashback of Little Jaden and his dad, which was the former Red Samurai Ranger. Allegedly. Basically a Ken doll. So, he's the Ken Ranger. He's so descended from Japanese people, it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and so, I don't really know what's going on. He's just inter-monologuing about his dad. <laughs> he's like, oh, I miss my dad. If we were watching Shinkenja, there would be a scene right here about <laughs> my dad being shot with arrows and giving me this thing. <laughs> so he makes paper up here, he makes a, a paper airplane, he throws it off, and the kid's all like, has the derpiest face ever. I don't know. He's like, there's an app for that? There's <laughs> a paper airplane app? Spike, Spike's awake. He's all excited for training, but bulk hurts because he slept on the floor. Now the kids are fucking littering all over the goddamn place. They're throwing these paper airplanes. There's like 50 of them just flying around. And Go the entire, would not be very happy entire about park's this. fucking littered. I don't really know. Mooger's attack. Dean's like, oh, fuck this shit. Run away, little kitties. Run. And then he... <laughs> Run away, little kid. He just <laughs> takes off his shirt. They all kid. scatter. So he like chucks his bag, like <laughs> chuck he, <laughs> clear like across the field. He's just like, and then he go punches a mooger in the face. They're like, oh, there's, and then it bites. Uh, there's some sort of they named the park. I don't really give a fuck what the park's name is. So they're like, we gotta go to save Jane. Yay! And they go to the park. Or Jane tries to fight. He saves a little kid, and then Roundhouse kicks a mooger in the face. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he actually used karate, unlike some people. <clears throat> Kevin. And so it's like, I'll stop you by myself. And so he's like... Unmorphed. Kick the sword. Stupid. I'm really glad they kept these unmorphed scenes. Because mm-hmm. Shinkhander did them a lot, and they were really cool. But then you add them to with, like, Koichi-esque uh, stunt coordination. So they actually turn out really good. Unfortunately, this one's really short. Because Jaden yeah. gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. But just, I always hate that it doesn't make sense when, like, the leader rushes in to defeat someone on his own unmorphed. It just doesn't make sense logically. Yeah. Maybe a bunch of Moogers, but not, like, when there's an actual person. Yeah. Uh, so the, the four of them come up, and Mia's all like, we're in this together forever. And then Mike's like, uh, is, like is this game two player or something? I don't know. He, 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 it, was <laughs> this game two when, it was better when he used that. games. It. <laughs> it was the game. Uh... Emily says, like, your battles are battle, except she's yelling it, because that's all she does. <laughs> then Kevin and comes in, he's like, because he doesn't speak English, because he's Japanese. <laughs> he's all like, comes in, <laughs> who is that? So, we have Kevin's very obvious stunt actor here, because Kevin, like, skin tone turns a couple shades lighter, his hair turns jet black. He doesn't even do a good job of covering his face. <laughs> Uh, another flashback of Jaden and his Ken doll. I mean, more inner monologuing. And more inner monologues. It's like a soap opera now. Too bad they got canceled. Yeah, I know. So they morph, which takes forever. They fight the bad guy with their super epic teamwork, and they destroy the entire structure of the underpass. Taxpayers gonna be pissed. <laughs> uh, it took me a while to think of that one. No, I'm kidding. So, Monster gets big, they do all their shit, they transform. He sends in flying Moogers, which will look a lot like flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. Bulk's yeah. neck gets fixed because he looks up. Should've did that earlier. Well, they're getting their ass handed to him because they can't deal with flying things. They're like, let's do the battle wing, and then, then Kevin whips out his little bad drawings. 
of <laughs> with horrible handwriting. The uh, pretty sure they're in German. I'm not combine sure. Combine the Shinkano with with the the Tenku, whatever it is. Tenku. No, that's wrong. I don't fucking remember. What was that thing called, Kevin? Are you awake? Oh fuck! You can't possibly during the podcast. Oh, this is hilarious. So they, they, <laughs> they, they formed the battle wing. They're like, okay, let's do this. And then they, I don't know what kanji they use. In in Japan, they use the kanji for cho, which is the one that they're using to go mega mode. Mm-hmm. So I don't really, I don't know what kanji that was. If anyone knows, please leave it in a comment. Because I, I would actually like to know. Uh, so they, they form the battle wing Megazord with its giant <laughs> tiger... Drill nipples. boob nipples. Nipple cannons. They're still extraordinarily disturbing. Yeah, they really are. That, that, that's one thing that like the American combination did good by removing them, except they put them on the legs. They're so useless yeah. on the legs. Put them on the fucking arms. Yeah. But anyway, um, they fly into battle. They kill the Moogers. They kill the monster. The day is saved thanks to the Powerpuff Girls. Uh... <laughs> And then G's like, oh, you came back. And Jane's like, I'm sorry I ran away. And G's got that fucking stick again. I don't know what it is. I, what is he carrying around like, that stick constantly? I don't constantly. know why he carries the stick. He doesn't use it to walk. He just carries it. <laughs> I'm like, it's different if you're using it as a walking stick, but he's not. He's just playing with it. He seriously sleeps with that thing. Like, you have your own stick to play with. God. Oh, God. And so, uh, for a little bit of American exclusivity here, uh, Gene, Jane have a little chit chat about how the, they'll they'll tell them their secret when the time is right, and all that. And Jane's like, "Oh, I'm glad I have my team." Happy face. And then they go inside, and then it ends. Just to be sure, Kevin. Testing one, two, three. <laughs> Kevin, this isn't funny. Oh my god, <laughs> he fell asleep during the podcast, folks. <laughs> this is how professional we are. He's fallen asleep. <laughs> Mid podcast. Well, okay. So, <laughs> do you want to go first or should I? Uh, I'll go first. Um, Test of a Leader was a lot better of an episode. Fuck yeah. Uh, I still don't really have too many problems with this episode. Um, most of the acting was, for once, fairly solid, except for their little quirks that I don't like, like Emily yelling all the time, Mia just being a brick. And sucking the G ass. just not acting at all. Uh, like, outside of their little quirks that I don't like, it was fairly solid. Um, once again, amazing job by Hector. So, <laughs> say that every week. Bulk and Spike scenes were genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, they still seem so horribly forced. Like, I, I know it'll get... Like the placement? Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, I, it's something I know will get better later on, because Paul Schreier's even said that it will. Well, yeah, not to mention that, like, it, it seems so last minute, because Paul Schreier was so, pseudo-hired at the last minute, I think. Yeah, it, it, it was all fairly last minute, so, like, I understand it. It's still bothersome. Yeah. But I understand with the situation and stuff that it can't really be helped. This one quite wasn't quite as bad, just because they actually interacted with the main plot, like you saw the birds passing over and shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it seems really weird when they're just all of a sudden at the beach, and then they're not... Yeah, like, like, as long anymore. as they, like, interact with at least, like, the, the situation going on. Or don't just have one random scene, and then are never seen again. Yeah, like the first episode, which is the third episode. Mm-hmm. But, like, people... A lot of people were complaining about the episode, but, like, I didn't really see anything to complain about, other than, like, the just the typical quirks to complain about, like, the 
the acting. Well, I, I can find stuff. some complaints. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Well, like like you said, it wasn't like a terrible episode to start. Like it last week's was better. It just seemed what more well put together. Like I think I would have noticed this if I had seen Shinkenji, seen, seen Shinkenji or not. But like Jaden's decision to rejoin the team, like just seemed so sudden. Like I, I hate to compare it to Shinkenji, since it's the same thing. But in Shinkenji, it just seemed more emotional and more like uh, real. Like when he realized it was just a more of a important realization that he realized that he needed his team and it just seemed more impactful. And this one, it just seemed like he's like, oh man, they're so cool and they love me. Let's be friends forever. Like, it just seems so sudden. That's the only problem I have. It's the same problem that we had before with the differences in Jaden's character compared to Takaru's and then the the quote-unquote writers yeah. just copying the episode verbatim. Like, yeah, because the plot's laid out already, but what the characters are doing doesn't make sense to the plot. Through that point in, in Shinkenger, Takaru accepted them, but was still really, really distant from them. Yeah, he was distant for a lot of the series. He didn't He didn't really... I'm not going to say he didn't really care about them, because he cared. He cared to the point to where he left, because he yeah. didn't want them to get hurt. But, like, he was so distant to them and didn't want to work with them, and just, it wasn't... The team wasn't really unified yet. Yeah. At this point in Shinkenger, whereas in Samurai, they were fairly much a unit from the beginning. Yeah. At least from the beginning we've seen. And Jane was a lot more open to their friendship... And, like, we've seen, like, the second episode or whatever that carnival one was. Yeah. It was all like, oh, friends are fun. Yeah. And stuff. And then all of a sudden, with the last episode, it's all, like, switched to a very serious tone to where he doesn't want to work with them all of a sudden for no reason. Because all of a sudden, oh, they got hurt once and now he's angry. They've gotten hurt plenty of times before. Yeah. But he didn't care then, but all of a sudden... Kevin and Emily now. get hurt because he, uh, they, they... What is that tapping? Took is that a Kevin? Shot. Okay, sorry, I heard tapping. I don't hear tapping at all. Oh, okay. But, uh, like, it's just so, like, out of the blue. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's, it's just that whole thing where they're, like, copying the plot, like, exactly... But then, like, the characters don't match up. It's like they're not fitting. It's like two puzzle pieces that don't fit together. Like, because the, the characters were doing in Shinkanger fit what was going with the plot, but because they, like, made them, they, like, sabonified them and made them all nice goody-goody, it doesn't work. Right. Like, and I don't see what's so bad about having a character that's kind of colder. It's not like he's being a bad person. We've but, had a couple of PR characters that were like that. Yeah, but, like, they did that early on. With, I mean, Andros at the beginning was kind of a douche. They had, like... Yeah, they, like early on, it's more like early on PR, which is kind of dumb when you think about it, just because resetting to that type of personality after they spent 10 years growing mm-hmm. in writing. But, and like, I hate to come back to that, but they don't realize that their boundaries are a lot looser over at Nickelodeon in terms of what you can do with characters. Yeah. Even though it is a children's network. I mean, you can have people like giving fake help on hotlines. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, my only other, I think. I almost think, other than it being a complete ripoff, my most major problem with Samurai itself is actually Niji. That's logical. Like, because, like, you know, they said, oh, they didn't hire actors, they hired more athletes, and they're going to kind of teach him back later. I'm like, you know what, that's alright, because they did that with MMPR, and they were at least passable at times. But Niji can't act to save his, his worthless life. I'm sorry, that was rude. <laughs> and then not to mention, he can't even do his own stunts. There's no reason he belongs here whatsoever. <laughs> Like, he, he can't do his stunts. He, what was he hired for? 
Like, e- either the other ones did their stunts, or their stunt actors were a lot easier at hiding it. But, yeah. like, I mean, for most of those those close-in scenes, I mean, Najee did that scene, which not he to didn't mention, really do anything to while he swung his sword and kicked Yeah, hands. not to mention that even when the stunt guy was there, it's not that difficult of a stunt to swing the sword around. It's not like some, like, super, like, high-tech Koichi stunt. I mean, I'm pretty sure in Mia's scene, that was Erica the entire time. And she yeah. was swinging that sword, like, 6,000 times. Yeah, because they're not that difficult scenes to do stunts for anyway. You can but, take most ordinary people and do the, the stunts that they were doing in that scene. Yeah. Like, this just makes me mad because that whole explanation behind them being better athletes than actors is invalid with him because he can't do his own stunts or act. So I just really think he needs to go to a peace conference and be replaced. <laughs> and also, <clears throat> someone brought up a good point I was reading on Ranger Board is how hard is it to find some athletic actors? It can't be that difficult. Not that hard. Like honestly, there's Not so many people, there's so many people like in Hollywood or in, like B Hollywood or whatever or like children shows that Those can do stars. Yeah, like that's like E list. Oh, I heard that Josh Mugensnicks is going to be on there. Woo! I made him up. <laughs> people aren't even stars, but like <clears throat> Honestly, like, it's not that hard to find actors that can do their own stunts. Like, there's a lot of them. They just need to take their time. I never really understood that concept, personally. Yeah. Like... like I mean, I'm, I'm hoping things go better for the, the Ghost Age adaption if they do it, just because they'll have a lot more time to, to yeah. hire... To, At the rate it's going... To, to, I, to cast properly. Ideally, I'd like to have athletic actors, but I didn't terribly mind Disney just having actually decent actors and then just having stunt doubles. Because it was hidden fairly well most of the time. Yeah. And but it just it, like Naji, he's my other than just my general distaste for the way that they're going about the production of copying as a show, not counting anything from Shinkander. Naji's my most major problem because he's just not bringing anything to it, and and <clears throat> that brings me to just another point about how people keep saying that like the acting shouldn't matter and we should just enjoy it, mm-hmm. but it's like they should act. That's what they're being paid well, to do. I, it's a television show. Yeah, and where the point act. is, is that the people are supposed to be acting to portray a role that you're supposed to believe. Yeah, it, it's a simple rule of filmmaking. I've taken a couple film classes, and this is like the number one thing they teach you, is that if your film and particularly your actors aren't believable in the role they're portraying, then you failed. Yeah, and like you can't get that involved in the story if the actors aren't somewhat believable. Like, you just can't get wrapped up in it if the actor's like, performance isn't any good. Honestly, with like with Britney's, like, consistent yelling of lines, like, I can somewhat believe that just because she's, like, a a smaller... Person? A smaller character, and, she's, like, she seems wants more to be vulnerable. noticed. So yeah. she just yells everything. It's like, hey, I'm here! Yeah. And my, like, okay, I, like, I can understand that. And Hector is honestly the best actor of, like, core <laughs> five. awesome. Like, he should just clone himself five times and be the entire team. Like, seriously. And, like, it wasn't, like, a terribly, like, um, I don't know know what I was going with that, but it was a funny line, like, saying, what the fuck are you doing doing homework when you're resting? I'd be sitting there playing video games and eating soup. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's such an honest answer. It is. But, yeah, like, as as far as the episode goes, it wasn't terrible, but I think that the last one was better. 
And I think it just uh, would have been. the leader was the best episode we've gotten yet. Yeah, like it would have just been served better to make it seem more believable that he would like re-enter the group. Like it wasn't believable that he exited in the first place, mm-hmm. but it just more like more of an impact that he got because he didn't really say anything. Like he just watched them fight while he was sitting there lying on his ass, and then all of a sudden then decided he was like, to come back. This is my team. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just like, yeah, duh. He, they've been your team since the first episode. Since episode three. <laughs> oh. We should bring this up really quick before we start Zio without Kevin because he's asleep. Um, the about the pilot, about regarding like with Super Ninjas, about how they did the pilot where they showed the pilot as a sneak preview a month ahead. Okay, yeah. And then they they showed it as a sneak preview and then showed it a lot of times throughout the month and they like promoted the shit out of it and then brought it in. That's exactly what they should have done for Samurai. That's how you promote things. That makes me believe like you brought up is that maybe it wasn't Nickelodeon because Nickelodeon actually does a good job of premiering shit. Like, I, mean, up- I know that, that Nick, Nick would go through... Well, see, the thing is, those are Nick's shows. Yeah, that's so true. So if they want to promote it and do the proper way of promoting things, they can, whereas this is a licensed show mm-hmm. and they're just networking it. Yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure that the people that would do that would be Saban tells them how they want to air it and how they want to promote it. Yeah. And Nick either denies it or agrees with it. Yeah. I think that's how it works. I don't really know how networks work. If someone knows, feel free or like, to say. I want to know if somebody knows exactly for a fact that it was Nick's decision to do it like that, because that just seems out of character for Nick. Yeah. With the way they handle things, regardless of anything. But I mean, everything with Nick's usually like promoted so well. Like, Samurai's been promoted well. It just wasn't set up well, set it up didn't premiere well. well. It yeah, like, people will keep complaining about how it's promoted, but I watch Nickelodeon a fair amount with, like, iCarly and shit, and, like, I constantly see things that say, want more Power Rangers Samurai? I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> but I see promos for it all the time. Like, they promote it pretty damn well. Yeah, like, I don't have a problem with the way they're promoting it. They had a lot of build-up. Yeah. In fact, I think the build-up okay. was their strongest point. There just wasn't enough in-network build-up besides ads. Like, it would have been so epic to have that, like, Super Ninjas-type premiere where they did, like, a sneak preview. Because sneak previews always get you all excited and hot yeah. and bothered. And it would have been cool. Be like, oh, I can't wait to find out what happens next. Because, like, the clips I've seen from the pilot actually look pretty good. I know. Because I know the Shinkenger was, like, the first episodes. But, and, like, it looked good and the acting looked not bad. But, like, it would be so cool to do that and be like, all right, Power Rangers Samurai premiering soon. Like, they did with Super Ninjas. Mm-hmm. And it would have been cool. It has nothing to do with comparing Super Ninjas acting to Samurai. I'm just talking about the promotion. Just saying, but yeah, they should have done it that way. Like, I want to see the pilot scene. Like, if they weren't gonna do the the reruns, the pilot looks at good. least do the pilot episode as the sneak peek, and then do the second episode as the start of the yeah. season. That makes so much more sense. Like, God. Honestly, I think we're just gonna bitch about the whole not having the first episode until we get the first episode. Yeah, it's just really bothers you. Honestly. Like, I mean, it didn't affect me too bad because I knew most of it because they're just yeah. copying Shinkenger, but there's little things I want to see. Like, I want to see if, one, they changed anything. Two, what were these people doing before? Uh, my number question, I mean, Vulcan we know, Spike. We know Kevin was a swimmer instead of being a dancer. Like, we don't know what else the other two were doing, what the hell Mike was doing. I think he was just going to school. He was just going around being awesome. <laughs> well, like, we don't know particularly what they were doing before this. Um, besides, like, little random tidbits we learned in the season. <laughs> Particularly, you laugh at that every time I say it. I'm sorry, just funny. It's a running joke now. <laughs> but, like, 
particularly Bulk and Spike, like, why are they there? Why are they doing this? this Angel Where Grove. the fuck did Spike come from? Where the fuck city are they in? Who the fuck is Spike's mom? Where the fuck is Skull? What happened to Miranoi? <laughs> what the fuck is a P-Dub? <laughs> I want to know these questions. Uh, like, I just, I don't, I don't understand the logic behind not... Yeah, I really don't. The first episode. And like you Particularly said, like, because we know the first episode had a bunch of action in it. Yeah. Oh, well, this comes in, ties into Zeo in a minute, but like the Zeo premiere had like no action till the end. It was totally talking the whole time. I think, yeah. Just saying. But um, you know, like you said, it doesn't affect us as much because we watched Shinkenger. But like, if I look at it from that perspective, or even having seen Shinkenger, I still feel as if I was dropped right in the middle of this mess. Yeah. Like, and it just I, felt I so feel out of bad place. For the people who haven't seen Shin- fuck. Shinkenger just because they don't I feel have bad for those idea people because they think Decker on. is Jaden's brother <laughs> they're totally wrong <laughs> uh, like I, I, I totally want to see this show end on like a Mari show where they'll be like Jaden is not the real head of his Shiba family everyone's like what everyone bring out Karu <laughs> hilarious he's not in fact Asian like what I would have never guessed <laughs> oh, but anyway there's no samurai next week. Yeah, so there's no samurai next week because it's Easter, and then apparently the next episode is uh, Gold Ranger. So. Yeah, so that should be interesting. Antonio. Antonio Banderas. Fuck yeah. Like, that'd be an epic Gold Ranger. <laughs> that'd be like the best. Puss in boots as Shinken Gold. <laughs> Fuck yes. And then he can lick his straw when he puts his puss on it. Oh, uh, uh, white, creamy. So now it's time for Retrospective Ranger Rambles. RRR in RRR. This is the final test, it's Kevin. Like, are you it's awake? It's like Inception. <laughs> oh God! It's like that episode of Fringe. Okay, Kevin, are you awake? This is serious now. It's not even funny anymore. Oh well, it'll cut down on time, and then I can go to bed early. <laughs> Just try not to make too much noise. Don't wake him up. <laughs> okay. So Zio, story first. Uh yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go over it this time? Uh sure. So okay. You, you watch more than I did, so you have yeah. a slight better idea what's going on. Okay, so Zeo picks up, like, right after the epic command center blow-up thingy. And then it's all happy in, uh, on Zed's side, because they're like, yeah, we defeated the Power Rangers, let's dance around and do, like, whatever that dance is. Conga, there we go. And so everything's all messed up. The Power Rangers are like, oh, man, everything's blown up, everything's scary. And so <clears throat> I watched it not too long ago, but I can't remember the order. But from what I remember, so, like, Zeo, the Zed and Reed are all happy, and then all of a sudden the Machine Empire comes in, and they're like, oh, and Red, and- Red and Zeta... Red and Zeta are like, oh, fuck. And then everyone's all sad about the command center being blown up. And then all of a sudden, someone's like, what's that? And then there's a, um, the Zeal crystal, and apparently when you see it, it goes, Zeal! <laughs> so I'm summarizing too much. I need to go faster. But anyway, so they, go, they get dropped down to the, ba- the basement, and they start hearing Alpha's voice, so they follow it, and then they find the new uh, power chamber. And Zordon's like, lols, you thought we were dead. April Fool's. And so, while all this is going on... It just machine- aired in April, too. <laughs> really? Did it? It aired April 20th. It's hilarious. Um, but anyway, so while all this is going on, the Machine Empire is taking over Zed and Rita's, and they're escaping with all their luggage, and they're like, we gotta go to your father's, and he's like, I hate your father. And uh, uh, Zordon explains that, like, this was always the plan to make this new command center, and Billy's like, I saw this in the mainframe, but no one ever told me. No one tells me things. And then, so, he explains to them that Zed and Rita are no longer the shit, and that the Machine Empire's coming, and they need to take the new Zeo powers. And so, um, Billy's like, you know what, I think I'm a better asset here at the command center. Let's let this novice girl 
who just came into it. We don't even know if she knows martial arts. She speaks and clicks. She is going to take my spot even though I've been experienced for three years. And they're like, that makes total sense. So then they get their new Zeo powers and the Machine Empire is there and they're all like, they, they put the suits over them and then they say, they, they Power Ranger Zeo and morph even though they're already morphed. <laughs> but whatever. Okay. So then they're all like, we're back and we're better than ever and they start fighting the Machine Empire. And then basically you get filler. <laughs> So, like, there's a lot of filler. There's a little bit of introduction to Tanya. Um, or the introduction to the Zords that they're being built. And then you get Tommy's angst about his brother. And you get a little storyline about him finding his heritage. And him, like, being angsty about piloting a Zord by himself. Even though he'd done that, like, eight times before. Um, Billy and then... Graduating. Yeah, Billy graduating. He got... Uh, he apparently graduated. They're like, Billy, you're 34. This is ridiculous. Take your, <laughs> Take your graduation thing. And then, so... He goes off to Aquatar uh, with Sestro. He wants to bang that fish chick. Yeah, that's creepy. That's later though. And then he 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 leaves and he comes. I don't know what was behind this with behind the scenes because he leaves and comes back like four episodes later. But uh, anyway, he comes back, which is actually a pretty good episode. So the, basically, you get all filler, and then you get Billy's story, and you get Tommy's story a little bit, and then it picks up again with uh, the the I think this did the Are you looking at the episode list? Did the um thing like the the snow vacation thing happen before gold? Um, snow business yes. like snow business. Okay, so then the next kind of story is about uh, Kimberly breaking up with Tommy and him going to bang Carly Corinthos, and then Cat's like, no, you can't do that. She was a VR trooper, and she's with Sunny, and so <laughs> that was the chance. What you're talking about too? That's worse. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so. They do the kind of whole cat Tommy deal, and then the Gold Ranger comes in, and he's all cool and mysterious, and he might be a VR trooper, and um, they're trying to figure out who the Gold Ranger is, and we basically spend a little bit of time on the Gold Ranger mystery, and there was, a, was, was it Billy, was it uh, Ryan Steele, is that his name? Yeah. Or, it wasn't really alluded to in the show, it was more behind the scenes for that one. Is it Tommy's brother, is it Skull, or is it someone we've never heard of? Someone we've never heard of. So they set up this whole mystery, and it ends up being a guy from the Pleasure Planet of Triforia who makes condoms now, apparently. So that's where the kind of main story picks up, then, is with the Gold Ranger. And the tri- some of Trey, like, can't hold his form or something. Like, he's really loose, and he splits into three. And um, so then they're like, oh, we've got to find someone else with the power. And they're like, well, the obvious choice is Billy. And then Billy's like, oh, fuck, I burnt my nuts off in that command center blow up, so I can't become a ranger. So then they bring in Jason, so he's all like, hey, look, I'm wearing a bandana, and we ran through the desert and got blasted at instead of just teleporting, from what I remember. And then so Jason gets the powers, and it's all cool, but then it's funny to watch now because you know that Jason David Frank and Austin St. John like hate each other behind the scenes. Um, but anyway, so that, after that... Did his hair it, move? Yeah, it did. He put gel in it, and it's all tiny now. But uh, it's like tiny version of what it was. But so then after that, we go back to the usual filler... Up until the story about Tommy being brainwashed into thinking he was a uh, king of uh, Machine Empire, and then his friends bring him back by hugging him through the power of friendship, which is actually a series of fun episodes. And then you pretty much get a little bit more filler. We get the epic team up where they fight the first monster with alien rangers, and then you get the se- series finale, which is about the Gold Ranger losing his power. Or Jason can't hold on to the Gold Ranger powers, and it's almost killing him. So he's got to get Trey back, who's been having a bunch of threesomes on his planet. And so they bring him back and say, Trace, to quit partying. Jason's about to die. So they get his powers back and have probably the worst finale in Power Rangers history, not counting the non-finales of MMPR. Mm. Um, meanwhile, I forgot to mention it, Bulk and Skull start off as cops, 
and they recruit Zed, I mean Zed, uh, Goldar and Rito to pick up trash for them for like 20 episodes. And then something happens and they get fired and they become detectives. And the Moon Lieutenant Stone are running around doing their usual hilarious shit. And, um, and then at the end they go, apparently go off to France dressed as ladies. So, sorry if that was too summary-ish, but... No, I think, I think that was good. I basically um, just had to summarize the episodes. Two other, like, story things that I want to mention was that... Uh, we mentioned it in the Season 3 thing, but just to uh, mention it again because this is actually Zeo. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Alien Ranger saga, they had those those Zeo serial... Serial? Uh, things where they were, like, building up to Zeo. They were, like, that astronomer guy. Not not Phenomenist or whatever, but... That yeah, guy. some other astronomer. Seeing, like, the Machine Empire and, like, a giant telescope or something. He was like, what are these things? Ah... And more Bulk and Skull stuff with the cops. I, I don't remember yeah. what else was in it. They were just wondering where the Power Rangers were. It was really epic build-up. It was epic build-up. Like, it was so good. Because, mm-hmm. like, no one really knew what was going besides the fact that everyone knew Zeo was going to happen. But Yeah. A little Bandai toy catalogs. But, or uh, the, like, super old Sentai fans back then that knew it was all Ranger. Yeah. When I was a kid, just, like, watching all the build-up and... Yeah, that was really exciting. Like, it was really fun, so I'm really glad they did that. They did a really great job on that, I have to give it to them. And then we have to spend a second and talk about Scorpion Rain. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, this was written by uh, Amit. He wrote Forever Red. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which, actually, according to Forever Red, this is canon. Yeah, then we have he, to he wrote Forever Red with this in mind. We have to wonder if Zatcher thinks that Forever Red is canon. Because Zatcher's gone. <laughs> uh, but basically, I don't know the entire story offhand. I can't believe Kevin fell asleep. <sighs> Green Rangers, yeah. oh, Scorpion Ranger. You need to make the. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> <laughs> and Dawson does this thing with the, the letters and the. <laughs> I don't know. Did you find anything yet? <laughs> Sorry. Yay. Kevin, are you awake? You realize we're in the middle of a Zeo discussion right now? Yay. <laughs> what are you talking about the thing with the letters? Never mind. I think you're only half here. I don't know, this is too much to read. <laughs> yeah. Basically, from what I understood, it was just basically some type of battle where they sacrificed the Zords and the power somehow, so it made more sense that they just gave up on them. Yeah, like, there's... there's It's how Serpentary got on the moon. Yeah. And, like, the, basically both fleets of Zeozords got trashed. Serpentary ended up on the moon, and that was all that really happened. It, it was basically kind of like a fan creation to bridge yeah. the gap between Zeo and Turbo on why they would even need the Turbo powers. Which is horribly done, honestly. Which was a very stupid move. Like, yeah, we'll talk about that in the fuck, beginning fuck of next this season. Power that uh, that's, that's apparently so is great. stronger over time. Here's cars. 
Yeah. <laughs> they go. Vroom, vroom. No, I know. So I I don't really I don't really know what's going on there, but but it was a fan thingy. I tend to just take random theories from that and general other explanations and make it my own explanation. Yeah, I've got my own little mini cannon. <laughs> Fuck Zatch, I got my own cannon. It's called the Shuki Cannon. Yep, the Shoot Cannon. <laughs> Instead of Nick Cannon, he's got his own cannons. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> This baby is canon. Sorry. Baby, baby canon. But so, yeah. Scorpion Rain, I don't know. It's interesting. It'd be cool if it was put into canon just because it would explain things better. Yeah. Here's the thing with Zeo. Like, Zeo was one of my favorite seasons growing up. Yeah, I was going to say, better say growing up. That's and exactly then, what I said. Like, earlier. looking at it, like, there, it, there was a more consistent story going on in the background compared to the, the MMPR seasons. But, well, like, yeah, maybe the first two, three, not so much. But it was just, it was so episodic, episodic, and so fillery. Yeah. That, like, I don't know. Like, I know it's PR, and most of PR is fillery. But it just kind of gets harder when you watch later series or like Sentai series where they actually have a consistent story in the background more so. Yeah. Like it's more heavier involved. Like. I don't know, most of the seasons I remember watching recently, like SPD and Mystic Force and Fear, they all had, they were all episodic, but they've all had, like, a plot that kind of continued on in the background. Yeah, because, like, most series have that, is they have, like, a main story, and then they'll have breaks, like, episodic, like Chuck. They have the Volkoff thing going on, but last week we got a break, just so we don't have to deal with the drama all the time. Yeah. Do you want a nice, fun episode where you can kidnap your wedding planner? Um... But yeah, like that's like same exact thing as it. Zeo was one of my favorites when I was little, and it was also probably one of my most fond memories mm-hmm. because it was so exciting. And like I think that a lot of my love for it, even like when I got back into PR, was just from the the nostalgia of the way I felt during that entire time of like life of like Fox Kids and watching Zeo and stuff and that excitement. It, it was new. Yeah, because I just loved that entire time, like that time period. But like Zeo, they they handled the build up to it in MMPR season three, and then the execution of it in the pilot really well. Like it felt really awesome. Like this is this new power. It's it's even it's greater. You got this more powerful enemy. We really got to step it up. And then like the suits in the background of the command center was really cool. And like it was just so cool to have that. And then it just kind of dived into filler, like. I think it was pro- like the filler was better than like the first season of MMPR, mm-hmm. but I think that season three had a better overall like kind of build up the story because they had more story going on. Like this one, the Billy episodes were kind of cool, and I have to admit I forgot to mention this like last season, but I actually liked Billy more so in the later seasons when he wasn't so stereotypically wimpy. Yeah, like he was actually a pretty decent character. Like in Dio, he was pretty well done like as a support character and. And his stories were entertaining. Like, the episode where he came back and he almost got, like, jettisoned into the sun was actually pretty good for early PR. And I just think the whole Gold Ranger situation was a mess. It really was. Because, like, basically, behind the scenes... Uh... What's that? That, that, was, that was later. The Tommy with uh, Cybertron thing was... Oh, yeah, that was, was different. Way, 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 way back. But uh, VR Troopers was ending... Or or had ended, and yeah. they wanted it's to bring um, Ryan Steele. Uh, I want to say Brad Hawkins. I don't know if that's right or yeah. not. It's, it's one of those two. But um, they wanted to bring him in as Ryan Steele from VR Troopers to play the Gold, Gold Ranger, Ranger, 
Yeah. And which is it's just cool, like bridging the two worlds because they never really had any sort of bridge between VR troopers and PR as opposed to like Beetleborgs. I think PR might have been referenced a couple of times, possibly. I don't really remember. I haven't seen Beetleborgs in forever. Yeah, neither have I. But, oh, hey, look, it's Kiefer who needs to leave a fucking comment. Well, yeah, Kiefer, what's up with you? Seriously. Just seeing I was, I, favorited, I cried. He favorited Breno Floss's new video. I seriously cried. I was no comment. We're, we're disappointed in you. <laughs> Kevin fell asleep and crying. But anyway, you're saying about the behind the scenes Gold Ranger? Anyway, we still love you. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Alright. Uh, so, he did end up coming on. Uh, Hawkins did. He did the but, voice, right? Uh, yeah, he did the voice for Trey, who was played by this, these three triplets that were like... I don't even know if they spoke English. I, they they didn't. They were this, they were like... They're, they were probably like Saban's like <laughs> male maids. Or they were like Saban's androids. Like They just created androids <laughs> and then just awakened them. Saban's actually Dr. Giroux. Oh, God. I knew it. <laughs> but, um... Like so, so he did get to do the voice, but then apparently, from what I gather, Rosin St. John approached Saban and wanted to come back because apparently he didn't get any other job offers. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, I want to come back." So they're like, "Okay, you can play this guy instead." So, so uh, Ryan Steele got the axe. He got to do the voice for Trey instead. I thought he was and, a good choice because I like his voice. It sounded really epic. He he was, had a really good he. He was a fairly decent actor too. Yeah, like I liked that. Like when the Gold Ranger appeared, he was so awesome. Like he was, I love that whole like mystery thing, and I wish they'd do that more often. Mm-hmm. And like his voice was just so cool, and he just seemed like such a cool ranger. It wasn't there. Like I don't remember if like the writers ever planned on potentially doing Billy, but I feel like I remember hearing something or reading something about Billy. Uh, not Bill. What's his actor's name? David Yost. I think he wanted to be the Gold Ranger, but they like snubbed him, and he was kind of mad. That, if I remember, that's a possibility. I don't remember the behind the scenes offhand exactly. Yeah, like I know there was something. Like obviously he was a red herring, but there was also talk of like when he was off about him creating the turbo powers because he said it was something you'll see later. Yeah, but we'll discuss that next season. Yeah. But um, and then there was, Skull was also a temporary red herring. Yeah, which would have been funny, but I don't think would have worked too well. It wouldn't first story and everything. It wouldn't have worked at all. Yeah, but it would have been funny to see, but yeah, it would have been a cool dream sequence or something. At all. And then there was also Tommy's brother. Yeah, that that was a big one. Tommy's brother. We'll get to that in the characters thing. Uh, he was a he was a really good red herring and a really strong choice. But um. But see, okay, I watched some Zeo like this week, but I didn't watch everything. Now, I don't remember. Was it like the Zeo powers came from space, and then like the gold crystal was like a lost part of it or something? The I don't think gold had really anything to do with it too much. Because he brought correctly. them the Zeo like the Zeo powers did come from space. The Zeo crystal was. Okay did come from space at some no, point. No, it did have something to do with it, because the episode I watched, they did say that his signal matched the Zeo Crystal signal. Yeah. Like, they worked off the same power. Like, okay. the Triforians, dev- like, used the Zeo Crystal to develop the power or something. Because, uh, I mean, it's not like a piece of the Zeo Crystal, but oh, okay. it works off the power source or something. Oh, okay. I but because he maybe, brought him those, what were those, like, the Zeo, like, what, diamonds the, or whatever? The, the, that they made were, like, just Zeo words? coin things. Yeah, I don't, they had like a name for them. I can't remember them. Like Zeo crystals. Uh, I never like, thought about it this way, but those were like the original Zeo Zords that were supposed to go with the powers because Zordon built the other ones. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. 
they just named him the Super Zeozords. They're like, Ultimate Zeo Megazord. <laughs> they got an Ultimatrix, and then they went... But, oh, we'll get to that when we do robots. Sorry. Okay. I was going right. to say something. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Gold Ranger saga was just a mess of behind-the-scenes stuff, which a lot of Power Rangers early on was. Yeah. But I enjoyed the whole like mystery aspect. And the Gold Ranger suit's awesome. He's probably one of my favorite suits. I, I love that suit design. Like it. And and I have to say, Austin St. John was actually pretty good as, as Gold. Like, this more so for the characters, but he actually was a lot better actor in this. Yeah, like, it, it was it was exactly what I said about... Like, liking Rocky and stuff over yeah. Jason. It, it was a cool idea to bring him back, and I do like it, but a part of me, like, actually wished Billy was it just because it made more sense. Yeah. Because, like, in the early episode when I was watching, he's like, oh, the energy signature matches are, I mean yours, Geo Crystal. And then Rocky's like, damn it, give me a communicator. I get blue. And he's like, no. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it was kind of a mess. Well, one thing I really did... Uh, I- this will segue into character because I want to talk about it. But okay. like the one thing I did like was the early rivalry between Rocky and Jason. Yeah, that was really well done. I really appreciated that because he was his replacement. And now he was back, and they did a really good job of that. Yeah, like it's it's something that they didn't really have to do. There was like one episode that built up to anyway. him like taking King Mondo on by himself. Yeah, like it was really great. Like it it it, it seemed human too. Yeah. Like, that was the best part about it. Like, it was 100% believable because, like, this guy came in as a replacement for Jason, so he's all proud. Then Jason comes back, and, like, Tommy starts being all buddy buddy with Jason again because they were best bros. <laughs> even though I've said they're like, I fucking hate you. Don't even get in my face. In the corner. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it makes sense that he would try to do something to garner attention because that's just hum- what human nature is. Especially since he got demoted to blue. Yeah. <laughs> so I-, I thought that was really, really well done. It really was. That was probably one of my favorite character elements of Zeo. Was that oddly enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the King for the Day stuff. Let's go. Let's finish like this last story arcs quick. Cause just the King for a Day stuff was pretty solid. Yeah. It kind of like let Tommy do semi weird evil but thing. It was, it was but it, like Bulk and Skull were brought in at at that point, and they were like with that mantis looking guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was um, really fun. That was like, good. Bulk and Skull ended up being like heroes or something. <laughs> Like, I liked it because of the fact that it broke from the usual mold. Mm-hmm. And it gave Chami a chance to do his evil laughing shit. <laughs> um, and then the finale was probably the worst finale ever. Like, I don't know what the fuck happens. Like, it honestly, it wasn't a finale. <laughs> yeah, there were, it was just like a finale to the Gold Ranger story. I actually never knew it was the finale for years. I was like, <laughs> where's the final episode? I never saw it. They didn't make one, lols. <laughs> like, it didn't solve anything, really. They defeated yeah. the Machine Empire. I think. Well, yeah, because they, like, it made it seem like they defeated him because they turned giant. He's like, there's no time to get the Zords. Like, in the time you said that, the Zords could have been here. <laughs> there's no time uh, to get the Zords. They're going to grow big somehow. And then, like, Zed and Rita blew him up with, like, a package, which I thought it would have been more cool if, like, they were all down from the Rangers' attack and then Zed and Rita just came up and, like, exploded him. <laughs> but it didn't matter anyway what happens in Turbo. But it was just seemed like a really rushed finale to get to the Turbo movie. It, it kind of did. Like, it... Even production-wise, it doesn't really make sense. Like, it's so- some things sort of line up to, like, the Turbo movie, but this, they, like, dropped a lot of things, like, which I'll talk about next season, which was Zed and Rita were supposed to come back mm-hmm. as the main, but it was just horribly done. Like, as a story-wise, Zeo started really strong with a great build-up, but it really ultimately was kind of a fail, because just even, like, the, the vi- all the villains, they end up, like, making the villains, like, the least threatening people on Earth. 
Like, and just the buildup of the Zeo powers and how awesome they were just, like, totally got, like, thrown in the trash at the end of the series, mm-hmm. which really upset me. But so let's, let's go on to the characters now, I guess. Okay. Who should so, we start with? Sorry, I keep burping, well. It's okay. <laughs> that one. Uh, we'll just skim through the Rangers real quick. Yeah. Tommy! Tommy! Um, we, we get a lot of Tommy backstory... There's not really any development, though. There, there, there's definitely, there's no. I don't feel there's really any development with yeah. any of them. Yeah, the only thing that Tommy really changed, which well, I guess I was gonna say he acts more like a leader, but he did when he was white because he was the leader. But the only thing that really changed, which is also last season, is they didn't have him be as forgetful because the plot didn't call for it. Yeah. But yeah, he got like a backstory with his brother, but. Other than that, he no, no development whatsoever by the end. Like, there was there was little development in the characters this season. There was progression. Yeah. There really wasn't so much development. Yeah. Uh, like we get Tommy's backstory with his brother, which was stuff which about was Kim. Really fun. Uh, then then being dumped by Kim, mm. but then hooking up with Cat. He's probably Michael Corinthos' real father. It's so. <laughs> probably what happened. It's not even AJ's. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Adam. Adam, like as I much as he's know my. What f- happened to Adam in the season? Did anything I, happen to Adam in the season? Um, the, um, the only episode that I truly remember from Adam was there were two of them. One was something with trophies, and they got turned into trophies. And the other one was when that horror episode, which I like, was really nostalgic for me when they were like in a horror movie or something. Yeah. That was really... I don't know, but... Like, Adam, as much as he's one of my favorite rangers, just because Johnny Young Bosch is awesome, mm-hmm. and, like, his Once a Ranger version of Adam was awesome, Adam honestly only said, like, four lines every episode. Yeah. And two of them were... Three of them were morphin' time. <laughs> like, seriously, Adam was just kind of there. He didn't really have a whole lot going on. Other than being cool. Yeah. He was just kind of chill. He was like, yo, man. <laughs> yo. I'm pretty awesome. And his hair started to grow out, which I'll mention something funny from that next season. <laughs> uh, Rocky, Rocky, he... <sighs> he had that good development with Jason. I think he had a lot of progression, because going from, like, a red to a blue... Yeah, it kind of fit his personality and role better. Yeah, it, oh, it did. It certainly did. He was, uh... <laughs> the Wikipedia <laughs> summary says, <laughs> he was second in command until Jason returned. <laughs> I didn't know Rocky was second in command. Poor Rocky. Well, he was blue, so he was second in Poor command. Poor Rocky, he's getting demoted. So technically, he was middle. Technically, Adam would have been second in command if you're going by... Numbers. That's what I always considered to be the second in command was Adam. Especially for other reasons, which I'll also mention next season. But, um... I don't know. Why, we, I don't know where Wiki gets his shit from. Uh, I have to mention, though, you can tell at the end, what was Rocky doing that he left? Didn't he go to something, or... He... What, in the show, or... Steve well, in real life, because the last episode, like the actor wasn't in it, and when they were fighting, like to get to that satellite or whatever to get Jason's powers back, uh, Rocky just randomly teleported in in suit, and Tommy's like, "Sorry, I had to take you away from Karate Camp." He's like, "It's K." Okay. It's like Karate Camp's way more important than saving the world. There's no need to apologize. <laughs> but like, you could just tell he wasn't there. So I was just wondering because that was that was one of the clear things between Zeo and Turbo was when Rocky left. Oh. Thank you, Wikipedia. Uh, Cardenas left the PR series at the beginning of the Turbo season after he was really injured while filming the last episode of Power Rangers Zio. Oh. <laughs> so he so, got hurt. <laughs> and then they mimicked it in the movie. How how thoughtful. <laughs> and then they made him 
fake hurt himself at the beginning of the Turbo movie. That's hilarious. If he actually really does, that'd be horrible. <laughs> that's what Wiki says. I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's what it says. Um, but yet, the whole thing with Rocky and Jason was really, really well done. Yeah. Uh, and just him fitting his new role, which was actually his old role, just with a new color, uh, mm-hmm. was well done. I think Rock was actually probably one of the better characters in Zio. Yeah, he kind of was. Uh, Tanya, generic uh, yellow, like... Yeah, like, what I don't like is that the first episode after the pilot focused on her, but it was just so abrupt, he's like, hey, I'm cutting edge now and speak English, and, like, I wear a cutting edge hat and my boyfriend cheats, and Zio's really preachy sometimes. But, like, they just transitioned her so quick. How did, how did Tanya s- merge her from African English to fluent English and then get a boyfriend? Like, I don't know. She's, she, like, took over Kat's house. They just came home and she's like, hey, this African chick's going to stay with us for, like, two years. Is that okay? Yeah, sure, whatever. You're, like, 24 anyway, and you're still going to high school, so. But it just seemed so sudden. Like, I understand that, like, Aisha's exit was kind of sudden, I guess, for Saban, because it happened from what I gathered during the Alien Ranger saga. So I understand their frustration with, like, you know, having to ride around that, which you kind of fucked things up for them, mm-hmm. if you think about it. And, like, they just kind of had to ride around it, and I understand that, but it was just seemed so sudden. She just so suddenly fit in yeah. and basically became new Aisha, like, slightly toned down, and I actually kind of prefer her. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I remember they did have a few, like, uh, segments where, where she was training with Adam to learn martial arts. Yeah. Which was a nice touch. Like the, yeah, that was that was a nice touch. I I do like those bits, but like everything just merged so fast with her that it was really weird. Yeah, like why would they even like keep her on? Like I understand, I I've, I know Sentai and everything. I know that the suits fit, but if you think about, sometimes I think about things from a logical standpoint. It would have made way more sense to try Billy as yellow or something, or make Rocky yellow or whatever, and not have her because she's so inexperienced. Like it makes no sense. Well, they did, he did pick five random teenagers, so I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, like I, th- I think if it was a case with a uh, with a male yellow, mm-hmm. it probably would have worked fine. Yeah. But the fact that the yellow had a skirt that means that they would have had a film Muller. Yeah, like, I'm just thinking about like an in-universe like uh, logic. Oh, completely, like, no completely, completely. In-universe, if that wasn't the case, it would have made lo- loads more sense to to say, well, Aisha decided to stay and help the African children. Yeah, that so, was just uh, weird. Billy, you get to be yellow now or something. I still think they should have pulled the Joe and just made her Aisha. <laughs> But, like, it was just, it was, they did some nice touches of introducing her to the group, but it was also really sudden. And, like, they didn't really seem too sad that their friend Aisha was gone. And they're just like, whatever, we got new Aisha now. I don't know. It was just really weird. She did have some development with her parents or something. Yeah. Like, when they were discovering Ariko, or what his name was his name? What? Ark the Conqueror. Uh, there Ark we go. the Conqueror. Yeah, I don't know why I call him Ariko. I said Ariko first. Oh. He's always one of the alien rangers. Yeah, that's right. So and then Cat, she just said Tommy, and then she Kat, got in a, Kat got reduced to Kim. Basically, she's new Kim. Everyone's like a new version of the original. Basically, <laughs> like she's Australian Kim with bigger tits. Yeah. What was a film? Oh, cool. What? I'll, I'll get to it in a little bit. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like, she she didn't have, like, any development at all. She just basically was reduced to Tommy's girlfriend. Yeah. And she just screamed Tommy the whole time, and I totally think that her and Tono, I mean, Tono, G need to get together and, like, the club of people that have one line. <laughs> Tommy! Tono! Oh, oh, they should just, like, be BFF Facebook. Then she had no development. Nice scrum could come in and be, Jaden! <laughs> uh, Brutwig! <laughs> 
Trey, Trey, um... Trey was a triplet. Trey Trey was portrayed by Ted, Tim, and Tom. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Ted, Tim, and Tom DiFilippo. (laughs) DiFilip? DiFilippe. Oh my god, those are the most epic names ever. (laughs) Ted, Tim, and Tom. Doesn't quite beat Lloyd, but still. (laughs) Oh my god, that's cool. Voiced by, you know, it was Brad Hawkins. Um, I thought it I was like, damn, they got a guy that sounded exactly like the original Gold. But, uh... That was just totally dumb. It really bugged me. It kind of killed the buzz for a Gold Ranger for me. Outside of the... He had no development. He just showed up and was like... I'm trying to figure out why they made Triforia and the three split things when they had Brad doing the voice. Yeah, they could have just been like... If they wanted to bring in Jason so bad, have Brad be the original Gold and pass on the powers... Yeah. Like, I don't know whether there is some sort of necessity for Triforia. Maybe, um... Three thing. Brad got pissed that he wasn't going to be gold and just fuck, said, fuck you. Well, he did, the, he did the voice for Trey through the entire show. Oh, that's right. You know what? Don't, shut up. <laughs> well, yeah, that doesn't really make any sense why they did that. And, like, he had, like, no plot. He's just like, hey, I gotta drop my baby off for a while. I'm having some problems. I'm gonna drop it off. I'm gonna go party for a while, and I'll be back for the quote-unquote last episode. Like, it just, it was weird, and it bugged me. And, uh, Jason, he was Jason. Like, yeah. I, I like him more in this role just because it wasn't the original series. Yeah. So he had a lot more leeway room with character. He wasn't stereotypical jock anymore. He was a better actor. He, he, was, he was a better actor. He played well off the entire cast, so... He did a good Gold Ranger, and it was kind of a cool, like, role reversal from him and Tommy. Like, yeah. I'm the one with the cool shield now, bitch. Which was cool, and I, he did a good job. Yeah. Um, and Billy. Billy. I like Billy as the tech guy. Yeah, so do I. Like, as much as I like Billy as a ranger later on. Like, I even liked Billy in season three when he was all muscular. <laughs> that sounds gay. But, like, I mean, like, when he was actually, like, a ranger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he actually made sense. But, um, as for... Like, Billy in the tech role, like, it just fit him so good that, Actually, like, I understand the actor's frustration because yeah. Tim Dios wasn't a ranger anymore. He was getting paid less. Uh, but, like, Billy's character as a role is the tech guy was really good, I think. You know, I take back what we said about Rocky. I think Billy actually, despite being kind of written off suddenly, was actually got the mo- was actually, actually got the most development because Billy's arc started when he graduated and he didn't he was like super smart and he really didn't know where he belonged other than helping the Power Rangers. Yeah. And they kind of had that slow arc about him helping the uh, equestrians and he was like and then he's like you know what I think I belong with a fish chick. <laughs> and they're like I respect your life choice. <laughs> and but like that was So really David, good David Yost was gay and then Billy was fishist. <laughs> yeah, he was like a weird animal thing but like he had a really good development and Despite the fact that he didn't come back for his arc where he turned into an old man, which was dumb, but was also a really clever way of doing things and actually mm-hmm. calling back to season three, it was really nice that they gave him like a clip show ending. At the yeah. le- that was that was really nice to Saban, especially considering the way they treated the previous Rangers that left. Yeah, and I have to say that like Billy was one of my favorite things about Zio. <laughs> like he had a really good well, story. Yeah, for- I agree. Like as much as as much piss we give Billy for, for season one Billy. Like, season two, three and Zio, I really liked Billy. He was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he really was. Just, like, I was really... so 
dumb in season one where it's just like yeah mm-hmm. i was just mad at the logic behind that more than anything else of him being chosen to protect the earth and yeah. he can't do anything um this was the last season for ernie it was because then then uh stone got the 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 Juice bar. Yeah, the juice bar. And then all of a sudden, the juice bar got like bulldozed and turned into like a surf shop, and some black chick ran it. Yeah, that was sudden. I don't think there was an explanation. I think they mentioned in show that he she bought it. Yeah. From. From uh, Stone, who just Stone. disappeared. I keep wanting to say Sloan. Sloan. Duck Sloan. Yeah, but. Uh, he had no development because we never really mentioned Ernie too much in the other summaries. I love Ernie. Yeah, Ernie's Ernie is the Ernie shit. Ernie was like. Was like the big dad. Ernie is my homeboy. Like, I don't understand how Ernie ever made any money. Like, <laughs> all the just, free like, charity put shit. Put on the tab and then like donate to charity, but and like turning the juice bar into like whatever the episode needed it to be. I know, right? Son of a bitch couldn't have ever had money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he was such a classic character. Yeah, I love Ernie. I miss. Yeah. I miss Ernie poor. Rest in peace. Your actor's name, which I sadly don't remember. Richard Janelle, I believe. There we go. That's how you say it. Uh, and Skull and Stone. <laughs> they... S and S. It's like a law firm. <laughs> uh, oh, God. So, Zeo was another great, great season for them. Yeah. It wasn't like as drastic of development as yeah. becoming cops, but it was still a lot more Again, entertaining. it was less, less development and more progression. Yeah, it's like becoming detectives and just running around doing random shit. It was actually really entertaining to see them with uh, Rito and Goldar and like the maids' outfits and stuff. Yeah. Uh, in fact, since though there aren't really villains, we'll go ahead and talk about them now since we'll, we'll lump them in. Yeah. Uh, Rito and Goldar became side joke characters with with uh, yeah. Oak Skull and Stone. And they worked really well. Uh, and like the 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 quintuplet group. <laughs> Uh, just they worked so well. Yeah, it was really fantastic. That was one of my favorite things. Also, like, on, on one angle, it's kind of disappointing that Rito and Golar got reduced to dumbass joke characters. Well, the whole but, entire MMPR villain set was pretty non-threatening yeah, by the end. But, but just just to have them continue to be in the show like every episode, yeah, and then have them play off like Bulk the best Skull. comedic characters we've ever had. They were the villain Bulk and Skull, basically. Well, yes, yeah, so it was great. So we had like the Bulk and Skull villains with the Bulk and Skull people, led by Stone. <laughs> yeah. It, it Stone, was just it was Stone didn't know about him though. Yeah. It, it, I mean, he found out about him, but he didn't know they were working with Bulk and Skull. It, it was a group that just it worked so well. Unlike Bulk and Spike right now. Oh yeah. But uh, um, what was the circumstances behind them getting fired and becoming you know, free free agents? Do you remember? Um. Not offhand. Um, I don't think Wiki's telling me. That's okay if you don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's like the uh, Wiki page for Bolton Skull should. Uh, remain on ju- they remained on the junior police force, even getting a new motorcycle with a sidecar. They remained members until Bolk's attempt to woo the police chief's daughter accidentally caused Lieutenant Stone to be fired. Oh God! Yeah, he the I remember that. Force out of loyalty to Stone and joined him when he opened up his own detective agency. I remember that. They later became full-fledged detectives after taking the required exams. They actually failed, but earned extra credit for taking the exam during a monster attack. I remember that. That was so cool. 
That was Vulcan Skull. <laughs> like, uh, it was a really entertaining season. Like, when they became detectives, it was a really cool, like, next move. And it was some entertaining Like I said, it was months. progression. Like, it was their time yeah. to progress and move on. Like, they're... Vulcan Skull are just such classic characters. I like, I don't understand just... how you can hate them. I know. Like, I understand not liking the original humor, but their humor actually got funny, and their characters got, like, really great, because they're they got to develop for so many years. They're characters in the entire franchise. They probably are the most developed, because they were on, like, the longest. Yeah. I would love to see all the other seasons take on them if they just stayed the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll jump from them. Uh... Tommy's brother was played by Jason David Frank's actual brother, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but, like, there really isn't really too much to say about him. Yeah, he was kind of like, no offense to him because he's died, but he was just kind of generic. Yeah. There's really nothing special about him. <laughs> he can rest in peace, too. Yeah. A lot of people died in this season. Fuck. <laughs> this is an unlucky season. Um, I think Rito's voice actor, Bob Pappenbrook, I think he died. Sad. Which is sad because he's a really good voice actor. Uh, Sestria, Fishchick, Bane, Billy. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Orc. Sestria came back because he's my favorite. I don't know Bane. whether to include Orc as a character or a robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't do much other than just be like, <coughs> He was Zubon version one Orc basically was Zubon version one. He was like a tea he had, so. Yeah. Uh, and then one thing I really want to uh, mention that was cool. Tritor, the Mantis guy that was in the King Oh, yeah. Day, yeah, that he, was awesome. He was portrayed by Koichi Sakamoto. Was he? Yeah. He was my fucking mind. <laughs> He was voiced by Paul St. Peter, who... That's awesome! Um, did a lot of voiceover work for them. He did, uh... Oh, he was Wormmon. Oh, Wormmon. That's Wormmon. Oh, that was... Wormmon. Sorry. Sorry. That was Gilmon. <laughs> that was Gilmon. That's uh, good. I can't do it anyway. I see we'll do it when I was a little kid. <laughs> he, he, he did a bunch of voices for... That's awesome. Uh, for Saban stuff. So he was voiced by them, but he was portrayed by Koichi Sakamoto. I never knew that. There was a great, fantastic, like, side bulk and skull storyline with that guy. Yeah. Like, the main yeah. heroes and stuff. That was really cool. My life's changed forever now. <laughs> You're welcome. <clears throat> so, um... <laughs> but, um... That, I think that's all for side characters, so let's move yeah. on to villains. Alpha and Z- Alpha's still Alpha and Zed's still a dick. I mean, Zed. Zordon. <laughs> Zordon. Basically... So villains, right? Because we can just sum up the Machine Empire in one whole, basically. Yeah, like, we won't go into detail, because they're all basically just each other. Um, yeah. All you need to know is that Queen Machina was voiced by Lois from Family Guy. Oh, all you need to know. Like, they were pretty underdeveloped <laughs> And Sprocket villains. was voiced by Rita. Oh, God. So was Orbis. <laughs> like... And Gasco was voiced by Doug Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they were just basically there. Like, they just Basically. sat in their towers being fat machines, giving orders. And, like, they're, they're th- it was really cool. Like, they seemed like a great threat at the beginning, but then they just kind of petered out like all the other villains. And, like, they had that cool story, sort of, which changed things up about his son trying to take over when he left, which was really <clears throat> actually Sprocket in O's. I mean, O's. Oh, God. Sudden <laughs> movement. Um, but... Like, that was changed things up a little bit, which was kind of neat, but they were pretty disappointing villains as a whole. Mm-hmm. I have to say, like, villains are probably one of my least favorites just because they really didn't do much other they than just send like, monsters They out. didn't really do anything memorable. They didn't really have any sort of personalities that were memorable. Like, even Divatox, like, she didn't do much. Well, she did a lot, she's, actually. Yeah. But she, she was really memorable because she's such a freaky bitch. Yeah. 
But like even like Eligar and stuff was just horrible. I thought it was great that they kept Zed on. Oh, we, oh, definitely. Like again, they got reduced to like comedic villains. Comedic, yeah. But the fact but that they were still there was. And they had a t- occasional attempts at attacking the Power Rangers. <clears throat> yeah, they they they, the they attempted now and then. And the Tangas, they they chilled. And it was actually kind of neat to see, in, like, the final episode, Jason, like, fight between Zed and Machine Empire, and, like, him confronting Zed and Rita again, and her referencing mm-hmm. that he used to be Red, which was cool. But they were pretty much the villains. Basically, like, it was just one of the villain groups that didn't really do anything. Yeah, they were just there. Like, they didn't do a lot at all. So, I, Some, I think that's about covers, then we're done talking about villains. Fuck villains. Yeah, yeah. Move on to robots. robots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. and that remind, remind me, after we do music, there's one thing I want to touch on about the powers. Okay. Okay. So, the the Zeo Megazord was a combination of a phoenix, a sphinx, a bull... And two and turrets. two of those little things, supposedly designed after those things from Easter Island. Oh, the, I thought they were turrets. But they, they were basically just, like, rolling feet. They were feet, yes. <laughs> like, worst design choice ever. Like, I... I, I like the, the final formation. Yeah, so do I. I really like the design of the Zizio Megazord, but as individual pieces, they're some of the worst swords. Yeah, he, like, they really are. Like, they were just so weird. But, like, when they came together, the Z- like, this is where, like, Saban got lucky, is the Zio Megazord always, to me, looked like a new generation original Megazord. It looked I all, like, it. Neo and Zio, which was really cool. Like, it, it looked really cool. It had a little different helmets that it could use. Uh... That's one thing about Zeo in general. It's like really the suit. symmetrical, too. Yeah. Well, obviously, because all shapes and shit. Uh, That's what... We never did talk about suits. I was thinking we never talked about suits in all the seasons. Like, well, ranger suits? We talked about, like, them in pair suits. And oh, yeah, we did. That's right. Never mind. So. Okay. We'll like, talk so about suits. All right, anyway. Well, so, yeah, the Zeo Megazord was cool, because they, like, lucked out with that whole, like, looking sort of like a new version of the original. Just the original, like, the separate pieces were shit. Yeah. Uh, the, the Super Zeo Megazord was actually one of my favorites. Yeah, I really like so it. It's so stupid. It is just a bunch of shapes. <laughs> yeah, like, especially green, he just like... like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> green is just a square. <laughs> Dude, that's a rectangle. <laughs> just kidding. But like, it was one of the most articulated zords we've ever got. Yeah, I liked it when it was all together and had the cool like, twin blades and, and shit. It had two swords and it was all just a bunch of shapes stacked and up on top of each other. Matrix. Like, just the fact, like, a monster getting beat up by a robot made out of building robots. blocks was, oh, yeah. was, like, absolutely terrific. It was. It was, and it was all colorful, too. I like colors. It was, uh, it was all, like, shapes, and it was like it was like a kindergarten Megazord, but it was cool. <laughs> so, I, like, I really liked this. The red battle zord. I never really liked it. Yeah, like, I never really cared for... It on its own. I thought it looked pretty cool when it was combined with the Zeo Megazord. Mm. Like this giant Zord with like these giant Gatling guns. But like on its own, it was just kind of like, bro, I punched things. <laughs> just refer to that Attack of the Show video where it made it do push-ups. <laughs> and that was pretty funny. Um, pure but, Midas. Pure um, Midas. It was a badass idea. Like, Goldberg's like, bring in my giant pyramid, it's gonna blow you up. <laughs> and like, it was cool. Like, it brought this light down, and like, lightning exploded everything. But like, it just kind of turned. <laughs> <laughs> like just spread it arms and head and was like, eh, so it like folded its tip down just to make it seem less weird. <laughs> it's like I'm from Egypt. Isn't that weird? <laughs> like 
I, I agree with, like, the whole fact of, like, a flying pyramid just coming in and wrecking shit was great. The yeah. robot mode was so dumb. Yeah, it really was. It was and weird. Like, th- it was a Ultra terrible Ultra Zord. They just stuck him in the back and, like... <laughs> And, like, the cannons, like, in show, like, tiny little cannons over the giant Pyramidus when they yeah. put Red Battlefront on it. Like, they just, like, okay, let's hop in the back. It was kind of like Tor. Yeah. Tor was a terrible ultra Just, like, hid the rest of them in there. You hid, like, the Tiger Zord inside and then just stuck everyone else on top and called it yeah, an ultra Zord. that was dumb. Like, it was a cool idea, just wasn't very And then cool. the, there was the, al- the alternate one with the carrier mode and then, like, they just sat on top of it or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't honestly. really. Ultra Swords kind of like piddled away and started to suck. Uh, Warrior Wheel was just there. Oh god, I he forgot was, about Warrior Wheel. He was there to be uh, Go Rider GT version 1.0. What <laughs> was the name of an RPM? Uh, uh, the what? No, Warrior Wheel was <laughs> actually Warrior Wheel 2.0. There um, we go. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll just call it Go Rider GT. <laughs> Even though I love RPM, I always remember Go Rider GT better. It was like the wheel jack. That's a transformer. Okay, um, but yeah, it was just kind of there. There was really no purpose to it. He was just there because he was there in. Oh, Ranger. Oh, Ranger, really. Well, pretty much covers Zords, doesn't it? Road Attack Zord. There we go. <laughs> oh, clever. Clever naming. Road Attack Zord. Road.gt. Yes, so. Uh, that, that's all. That's all for the Zords. Once again, pitching the whole Super Zero Megazord fucking rocks. <laughs> oh, another yeah, campaign. Shapes. New hashtag. Fuck shapes. Fuck yeah, shapes. Hashtag fuck yeah, shapes. That's what it is. Uh, okay, so um, uh, just suits real quick since. Yeah. The only thing I really wanted to say is I just like how like Saban really like I said last season like lucked out with how all like the, the swords and shit matched up for their whole theme of like keeping the same suits mm-hmm. and they lucked out with all ranger suits looking like these really cool like like Neo Zeo type like the, like the new shit it's the new hotness yeah. like it just looked like this like Zeo it's like I always think of Neo because I think of like the Neo Genesis Pokemon shit <laughs> yeah but like it would just look like this new like modern ranger that was like all the, like the front upper chest piece was all like circuitry looking. Yeah, and so it all seemed like a new technological and awesome. But then they had shapes as visors. Yeah, it just it just seemed cool. Like it fit in with the overall theme of like this is the new generation, and they seem kind of like sleeker and more. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it just was like really worked out. Like I honestly, I really like the Zeo suits. Yeah, so do I. There's like, really not any the suits I really hate. They just have shapes for visors. Like it, it just, made sense to the crystal though. Yeah, it made sense because it matched the, the crystal and everything. But like I just I really like the suits. They're simple, but they're good. Yeah. So and then the, were, the I didn't really like the weapons though. Yeah, the weapons were pretty shitty. Like their, they had their like individual little weapons batons. were really dumb. And then like they had this little stick. They used the, the toy version of the individual weapons to make that like aqua purifier, <laughs> which they sell like now at the grocery store. And <laughs> they could just pick one up. <laughs> and Billy be like, "Here, just take this back, Destro. Don't bother me." <laughs> yeah, I didn't really like their weapons all too much, but their suits are really good. Yeah, they were cool. No Music. Music. So I guess like we said last time, we should start talking about the theme first. Okay, the theme was awesome. Like, yeah, I loved the Zeo theme. It was so perfect because it like it took the MMPR theme and kept it in there so it's familiar. Mm-hmm. But then they added like the Zeo thing and like the whole the lyrics were cool because like, stronger, it's, like, stronger than before. It's like yeah, just totally made you so excited. 
I know. It was like, it would just fit in with the tone of the show so much. Like they're, they're stronger than before, and they're powered up for more, and I'm like, yeah! So, Freeze you right now for Samurai. I'm watching Nickelodeon. says Walmart Power Rangers, just so you know. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. But it was just so perfect. It fit Zio so well. Yeah. And I love the theme. And then, like, the background music fit really well with that. Like, they had the standard, like, you know, in the background, like, Power Rangers, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Um, but they also had that, like, which I say horribly, but, like, the stronger than before in the background, which was really cool. And I forgot what background themes they used in Zeo. They had, like, like, you mean, like, the character like, themes? Well, the, the MMPR through space background music songs by uh, yeah. Ron Wasserman. Yeah. Just, they all kind of blend together for me. I don't remember which was where. Zeo wasn't as memorable. They had several, like, songs about them being Zeo Rangers. I think there was, I feel like there was one for the Cogs. They weren't as memorable, but I, when I was watching it, I was thinking, it's nice that they did new songs for was, it. Was New Rangers to the rescue for Zeo? I think so. Yeah, I think so. But they, like I said, none of those songs really stuck out for me. But it was really nice that they actually had new Zeo themes and stuff. Yeah. And Gold Ranger had an awesome theme. Yeah. But it wasn't around very much, which really saddens me. And that, um, they also had really cool, like, you know, that Zio, like, <laughs> orchestra voice. They had that a lot in the early episodes, which was really neat. And it just, they did a really good job with sound design and everything. Like, that that's one thing, like, early Saban did really good with when they had, uh, uh Superpower and, uh, Ron Wasserman on. They just, the background tunes were so catchy and so good. Yeah. Compared and, like, to they fit the tone with the show. After. Like, the MMPR background music. Like, not even, like, the character themes, but the, it fit the tone of the show. And the Zeo theme was, like, the like the new version. The new Bajan. <laughs> and that's what it felt like. They did a good job with that. Yeah. So, it did great. So, yeah, the music... It wasn't quite as memorable in terms of character themes. But right. they did a good job with background. So, thoughts as a whole? Uh... uh so... Zeo, like, story as a whole, Zeo was just kind of there. Uh, it was it was super exciting at the time. It was something new. Yeah. It was fresh. It was it was something to get really pumped out. Pumped out. Pumped, pumped up out. about. Uh, but, like, after? Yeah. Looking back at it, there's just, there's so many better seasons. Yeah, there really is. Zio. Like, it has a lot of memorable moments and memorable things to it, but, mm-hmm. um, it, it, as a whole, it was just kind of very, I guess, mediocre. Yeah. But, like, it's a good kind of mediocre. Like, I'm not saying it was bad. It wasn't yeah. bad by any means. But it just, looking back at it, there just really wasn't too much to carry carry it through. Yeah. Like, like some of the other it was, it was It was bad if you compare it to, like, story-wise. Mm-hmm. But everything else was like it was a good show to like pop on when you come home or like have in the background when it was on Jetix. Like it would entertain me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right, are you can finish up or your thoughts or that, that, that was basically my thoughts. Like I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it as a season. I liked the progression that all characters went through. But um, like just story wise, it just doesn't really have too much of an oomph to it. Yeah, like like none of the story particularly really matters. Yeah, there really wasn't any story because, like, they spent the end of MMPR like alluding to Zio. They didn't really allude to anything. They actually, which is going to next season Turbo, they started alluding to future events, but they didn't allude to anything in this at all, really, mm-hmm. other than Billy potentially working on the Turbo powers. Yeah. But like, basically, what you said is like, 
I didn't hate it. It was really memorable and nostalgic for me. And it was entertaining and in a lot of ways it was easier for me to rewatch or to like watch on TV than it was for early MMPR. Mm-hmm. Like the build up was so fantastic and that's probably one of my favorite like season anticipate anticip- anticipations and like the pilot wasn't like one of the best pilots but it's one of my favorites just because of the way it was handled. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't like super fast like one episode pilot or like really weird pilot it was like they did a good job of explaining everything and they just they, they, they like give kids credit to sit through it and find out everything first instead of starting with episode three right and like the build-up was fantastically held the whole overall idea of like a revamp of power rangers they got new powers was done well the idea behind the gold ranger being mysterious was done well but the execution was horrible so like there was lots of things i liked about it i liked bulk and skull there was good character moments I think that it was really handled horribly in the end and was really one of my greatest disappointments in Power Rangers in general is not explaining where those powers went mm-hmm. with as much build-up as there was to where the powers came from and with how powerful they were built up to be and how much time they spent on them. It was just really disappointing end and it's one of my biggest disappointments. But there was memorable moments and like you said, it was just kind of an overall average series right. if you stack it up to it. But there was things I liked about it. And let me uh so Kevin. Really? I thought you might say that. Okay. So <laughs> that that concludes it. Apparently you went to the dynamic duo again. I still can't believe you fell asleep and came back to talk about me doing something with letters. I think he thinks I'm a samurai ranger and use symbol power, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh my god. What the hell? Uh, hell, man. But, so, any, <laughs> there's no one here to do final thingies. That was horrible. So that's what we're getting. Is there any final thingies? Um, we're still... <laughs> still... <laughs> we're still accepting applications for whatever was on that list that we're doing for stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then something about international branching off of look at that if you're not from America, um, rather not from North America, I guess. I don't know if we're including Canada with us or not. I don't know. But um, take a look at that if you're interested, and shoot us emails and all that fun stuff. Uh, we're kind of in a under construction period, sort of. Yeah. Uh, getting everything together and trying to get a staff that doesn't suck. So, um, bear with us. We'll keep pumping out podcasts, we'll keep pumping out news, and we'll keep doing whatever the fuck it is we're doing yep. right now. Bear Grills with us. <laughs> so, join us next time as we shift into a higher gear. Should we end up with that, even though it's not funny? <laughs>